the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo, man, happy Monday back in the Krizzle. The Dizzle. Did you just say the Krizzle? I don't know what I just said. Uh, welcome to the show. Really glad you guys are making time to join us today. Big show as always. Big, big update on ESPN and the Pac-12. Um, and I think we've tried to be pretty upfront and honest with you guys about what it is that we feel like is going on uh, between the Pac-12 and ESPN because it seems like there's a pretty big bone of contention on that. Uh, we'll have an update on that for you. Bill Riley at ESPN 700 in Salt Lake City um, had on Utah uh, President Randall today who talked about his commitment to the Pac-12 and I don't want to mislead you and say he said, you know, talked about whether or not he's spoken to the Big 12 because he Congratulations, didn't. but that's bullshit. Yeah, he didn't exactly say that. He didn't say that, but you he know, said it without saying uh, it and stuff. And stuff. So we're going to talk about all that today. I, I mean, the, the NCAA tournament uh, has been, I don't know, has the NCAA tournament been good? I think that's a that's a huge question. Mm -hmm. I think it's something that we have to we have to talk about and figure out <laughs> if the NCAA tournament is going. But in all seriousness, like there's a lot of people upset with what is perceived to be a, a a lot of poor quality play in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I don't know that I can agree with that. I mean, I'm going to show you the bracket here in a second. I mean, the bracket agrees with that. Yeah. Uh, but as always, the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at the Advocates, theadvocates.com. Um, the best injury attorneys in the business. I tell you guys every day uh, that when you get in an accident, if somebody's hit you because they ran a light, if somebody's hit you because they were talking on a phone, if you got hurt at work, yes, the advocates handle workman's comp, and it's not something to trifle or play around with. Workman's comp takes an expert to navigate those shark-infested waters. There's none better than the guys at the advocates. I've known Matt Driggs. And the guys at the Advocates for over 10 years, they've taken care of so many Monty Show listeners. Don't hesitate. Reach out to them today, theadvocates.com. You can chat with an attorney live online for free at theadvocates.com because they never charge you up front. There are no big retainers or consultation fees. You don't pay the Advocates until they win your case at theadvocates.com. Um, Jake, how's your bracket looking, dude? Because I got to tell you, um, this bracket right here is more indicative of the disaster. Because it's garbage. Well, dude. But if you look at the Sweet 16, I mean, Houston and Miami is not the end of the world in the Midwest. Uh, Xavier as a three, Texas as a two, not a disaster. But you get down to Kansas losing to an eight-seed Arkansas. Oh, what are you talking about, man? That's a disaster. UConn, good. UCLA, Gonzaga, good. Um, Bama, good. You you look at, though, San Diego State somehow um, is there and Virginia is not. How about the 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 mighty tortillas? Um from the mighty tortillas. Hey man, they throw mean tortillas. Yeah, the bracket is the bracket is a disaster this like year. Like fifteen I mean, Princeton. I, I, yeah, and I and I think that you know in the program today we need to have a conversation about you know how is, is Painter actually, not fired at Purdue yet? Yeah, is like, that what we should like talk about? How do you about? have a guy who's what is he seven two and you you've got a, the the FDU's biggest player is 
is six six. I think they said like how like how did you lose that game? Like like how is it that the Pac twelve finds a way to go into the tournament and lose every game? Like dude, like it's a joke. <laughs> well, man. UCLA won. You know. UCLA won, but I, I agree with you. I think it's really interesting that when you look at situations like Painter at Purdue or you look at ASU somehow giving a game away, or, um, I mean, pick pick your poison here. I do think one and dones are having a big impact on the NCAA tournament. Call me crazy, yeah. but I just don't see how the the NCAA tournament is healthy at this point when you, your best talent's playing in the NBA. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I struggle with Kansas because Kansas was championship material again. Now, obviously, Bill Self with the cardiac situation, he's had heart surgery. Okay, I'll give you that. There's no ex- there's no excuse for how bad they were. Yeah, there, There's just no excuse for it, Jake. And I think that's the issue is that you're losing guys one and done. So, I mean, John Calipari at, yeah. at Kentucky yeah. is a different story because a lot of people are criticizing Cal for the way that he plays, and it's a really simple X's and O's offense. It's not hard to defend. Right. Their talent is less. Like, okay, I get all that. But it's harder and harder to play complex offense when guys are in your system for three, four months, yeah. and then they're gone. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're having a cup of coffee at the college at the college level, I mean, really – what really is college basketball? It's a scouting combine season, essentially. It is, hey, you're really talented. You're going to play in a D1 program under a legendary head coach and Calipari or, or who, whatever coach you want to you point to, and you're basically going to show off your talent for one season. And then if you have the ability, if you're good enough to go to the league, then go to the league. I personally don't have a problem with these kids chasing the bag. I don't. It's not the kids' fault that the rule says that they can be a one-and-done and go get paid. This isn't about the kids. What it's about is the fact that you have a situation where, you know, the NCAA is suffering from its best talent leaving after one season. And I think it is on the flip side of this conversation. It's what makes the college football playoff so dynamic because we get to see, you know, Bryce Young develop over a couple of seasons. We get to see Stetson Bennett, you know, like Stetson Bennett's story of like not having a locker and then winning a national championship before it's all said and done. It doesn't exist if, if, if football is a one and done setup, but why is football not one and done? Well, because it's grown ass men on the gridiron in the NFL who bench way more than you bench and squat way more than you squat and have five years of growth advantage on you. Uh, playing against kids at that point in, in the NFL is not going to allow that the college, you know, at the NCAA is not going to allow that. So that's why I think college football has this sort of progression to it, this building of story to it. And that on the other hand is why I think you're never going to get, you know, the, the Michael Jordan UNC career. You're never going to get, you know, whatever, whatever guy you want to point to, you're not going to get three year guys anymore who, who then go to the league. That's so rare because the fact is the longer you stay at the college level, the longer you play for free, essentially, if you're not a big NIL That's right. guy. That's right. The longer you expose your body to injury risks, the longer your career is being put in jeopardy. And guys aren't going to do that. Yeah, I think the one and dones really do hurt the tournament. And, you know, just looking at the quality of play, that's a big deal. And you know who comes to mind in this? Um, Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Because you have Drew Timmy there who feels like he's been there for 15 years, yeah, right? Timmy. Like, I like Gonzaga. Small programs like Gonzaga generally 
don't go and get, hey, one and done, I'm going to the NBA next year, we'll see you later. Hey, Zion, come to Gonzaga. Gonzaga. But isn't that why when you run into guys like Kentucky, Kansas, you know, when you run into guys that are in this tournament, John Shire taking over at Duke, mm -hmm. or Duke you know, Duke. The, the situation at Carolina, I know there's a lot of complexity there and how disappointing they were, but it's really hard when you can't learn an offense. And furthermore, you don't need to learn that offense or invest in that program because you're going to the, the NBA next year. Yeah. So I, I just, I think we have been, we have been absolutely slighted. I think we have been absolutely slighted about what the NCAA tournament was and what the NCAA tournament is. And by the way, if you take the one and done thing out of it and you just look at the bracket uh, and take it at face value, I'm not so sure that all these upsets are amazing. I can get down with, you know, FDU uh, beating Purdue. I can get down with, you know, some of these, you know, just ridiculous upsets. That happens every single year. But, but, look, I, at, but look at Jim Choi. Having huge upsets is why it's called madness. Yeah, and, and hey, I'm good with that. Like, if, if that's how we feel, great. That's awesome. If, if, if the big upset that wrecks everyone's bracket is something that brings eyes to the TV, then great. I just, when it's, when we have, it, it just to me feels like we have it, it, like an exorbitant amount this year. Like, it feels like we have a bunch of teams blowing games that they should not blow at all. Well, and it, it doesn't help that you get Gonzaga with a huge Gonzaga. no call on a travel mm -hmm. that leads to a three that I think really turned the momentum of the second half. I think that doesn't help. Right. Or Because I, I, I thought TCU had a, a better than a puncher's chance to win that game. Right. But you've just had these things. By the way, I tend to agree with Jim Choi. I don't necessarily think that, that upsets are the end of the world. I, I truly don't. I think that there is, there is a lot of value um, it, when you when you look at at a Gonzaga or when you look at a Steph Curry doesn't exist in today's world mm -hmm. if he doesn't run the table or if Murray State with John ja Morant or whoever these these other young guys are look at how good Devin Booker and and, and Anthony Davis were or Carl mm -hmm. Anthony Towns or I mean the, these guys need that college experience it frankly it's what scares me about lowering the age limit right. It really, it really does worry me because I think it's good to have kids in college. Yeah, and it's it's the tape you sent me on Deion Sanders. Yeah, Deion Sanders, and I know we talk about Prime on this show. I feel like every day, but I think it's super relevant. But Prime stood in front of his football team the other day, and he said, "I'm going to keep it 100 with you. 95 percent of you guys are not going to the NFL. You need to get your grades. Yeah, you need to get your master's degree, your bachelor's degree, right? Like." 95% of you aren't going to hear that sound. Yeah. Right? And Deion Sanders stood in front of his class and said, hey, I'm telling you now, if you roll in here with, you know, three, four Fs, you're not going to play on our team. Mm -hmm. You're going to be in academics. Everybody else is going to be on the football field. How can we trust you to, to you know, execute a play if you can't even get grades? Yeah. That, I mean, he literally said that. And, and, and when I heard him say that, I was just like, dude, like everyone bags on Dion for not being an educational guy. And he got the standards lowered at Colorado. And I'm just like, dude, like college basketball, college football, like like you have to get grades to be able to play. Absolutely. And, and, and so for me, it's like, I just, I, I guess when I saw that, I was just like, Dion's a complete package. And I look around college athletics and I feel like, you know, when the Sean Millers roll through, 
uh, education's not exactly first. You know, like there's too many times when Rick Pitino's getting hired today where I feel like, hey, maybe education isn't first. Maybe Rick Pitino just wants to come in, get his guys paid, get him to the league, and move the hell on. I mean, that's honestly what it feels like. And I think the one and done thing plays into that. But again, the one and done situation doesn't apply to college football. And I think it's brilliant. I I, I think it's, I mean, obviously the physical limitations, like I was saying, are, are, are pretty straightforward. You can't have an 18-year-old going up against a 30-year-old. That's not going to work uh, physically on a football field. But I do think that that this whole concept of those guys having to work their ass off for three years and really make sure that, hey, my grades are good, like I'm disciplined, like, you know, Prime's going to kick me out of the weight room if I wear white socks instead of black socks because black socks is a team standard. Like, all those experiences, I think, really help you and make you become a better athlete for that NFL squad that's eventually going to draft you. Yeah, I agree. Woo! All right. Off to a, <laughs> off to a flying start today yeah. on the Monty Show. Um, don't forget that the official energy partner of the Monty Show is Bucked Up Energy. Let's go. I've got my white... Today, which what and this is what I love about Bucked Up is Jake cracks open his. Let's go. The black cans are 300 milligrams of caffeine. The white cans are only 100. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. We're going white. We're you going know, hundo. Here on this show, we are we are prioritizing our sleep. Yeah. This is a mango tango, friends. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. dilly. You can see that mango tango. Yeah. Bucked Up Energy, sugar free. It's bomb, dude. It's absolutely so bomb. So good. And it gives you just the right amount of kick. It's why I always tell you, it, don't take our word for it. Nothing we do on this show do we ask you to spend your money and just take our word for it. In the description below, there is a link to get free samples of Bucked Up Energy. I thought Work you said free. Free, as in zero dollars. You get three free samples. Look at it. I have it every day. 50 ounces of water. Yeah, Go water. get your bucked up water. Go get your bucked up shaker cup for free. Get your three free samples of bucked up for free by clicking the link in the description below. You guys, I'm telling you, it is phenomenal. I have loved our partnership with bucked up and it really helps when you guys, you know, buy the, buy the stuff. When you guys send us pictures, when you guys, you know, show us that you're drinking bucked up energy but you don't have to do that. Go get the free stuff, man. Go click the link, get the free bucked up energy. Three, not one, three samples of your choice. I personally would advise you get the bucked up pre-workout. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. They ship nationwide right to your front doors. You can pick the colors of your shaker cup. You can pick any of the three samples you want. My wife happens to love their super greens. I put them in my shake this morning. I got home from the gym where I bench pressed Jake's fat ass up into the air because yeah. I was on bucked up. Well, got home, bitch. made my shake, put the kale in there, put the berries in there. Do put you the, even lift? Put the bucked up protein in there, and then I put the bucked up super greens. So good. Get a sample. It's all online. Click the free sample link below for Bucked Up Energy, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Um, I see a lot of you talking about what Greg Hawkins is talking about. Um, I just saw Fluger today. Wasn't sure what to make of him because I never heard of him before. Who is Fluger? It seemed like a type of guy who reports what he hears despite who it pisses off. Okay. I don't know who Fluger is, Greg, but considering you're one of the best dudes on the planet, Greg Hawkins, um, I guess 
And by the way, Greg Hawkins is a noted, mm-hmm. noted Utah Pac-12 dude. Right. So based on that, I guess we can sort of transition. I almost am scared to go into it. Just take a dice at AC, okay? Just I, I'm almost a little scared to talk about the Pac-12 ESPN debacle. You're a douche. Because you know, we have sources at ESPN. Andrew Marshan at the New York Post reported today you know. that ESPN and the Pac-12 are not close on a new deal. Oh. That's not good, dude. And so, of course, when we saw that, we reached out to our sources who shockingly, and I do not say that lightly, who shockingly have told us that ESPN and the Pac-12 have not talked for more than a month. And my guy over there said, I think it's been about six weeks. Oh, what are you talking about, man? Since ESPN and the Pac-12 have talked. (coughs) And you're, you're starting to see this picture. And the other thing that I was told was that the Pac-12 went to ESPN and said, hey, we're going to go all in on Apple. You're going to regret not going all in on us. Now, if that's actually the case, and I have no reason to believe it's not, this is the problem with the Pac-12 right now. (laughs) The arrogance of the Pac-12. It's always been there, man. It, It is remarkable. And again, I just, I will tell you, that George Klyovkov is a guy who now regularly you do not see in front of a microphone mm-hmm. because of incidents like this. How many UCLA coaches and athletes have you spoken with to assess their thoughts on the move to the Big Ten? Uh, I think saying hundreds would be an exaggeration. Dozens, more than 100. Um, and I have yet to talk to anyone at, in the UCLA and USC community who's in favor of the move. I will say that I probably hear from folks who are not in favor, right? Not surprisingly. So wait, let me get this right. And just to refresh your memory, George Klyovkov said this and it, it let off shockwaves. And so there was an actual study commissioned. I believe it was by the USC newspaper. I believe so. Yes. Who commissioned a study of UCLA and USC uh, personnel and students who overwhelmingly said, we want to be in the same conference with the other, USC or UCLA. Right. And we're in favor of the move. Um, So again, what do you have here? You have a guy who just makes it up as he goes along. Jackass. And so you don't see him in front of the media because our sources have told us George Klyovkov is not authorized to give interviews. He is not permitted. The executive committee has to approve the interviews that he does. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you have a guy like Brett Yormark talking about, I don't know, let's say Gonzaga. Is there uh, anything new on Gonzaga as a possible Big 12 candidate for basketball? I like Gonzaga, obviously a great program. Um, You know, my focus right now is to see what happens throughout our industry. You know, there's, there's a lot of moving parts and... Um, I continue to have conversations with Gonzaga, but I think as I prioritize what our next move might be in expansion, there's other things right now that I'm focused on. Do you see the contrast? Gonzaga. Hey, man, I'm focused on other things, but we really like Gonzaga. Gonzaga. (laughs) 
Somebody will tell him, trust me. I like Gonzaga. Hey, we really like Gonzaga, but I'm focused on other things right now. And then he went on to talk about how he's prioritizing basketball revenue. Like, Mm -hmm. George Klyovkov is a huge problem for the Pac-12. And I think Pac-12 presidents see that. And then on top of that, there has been this huge debate about whether or not the four corner schools are talking to the Pac, uh, the four corner schools in the Pac-12 are talking to the Big 12. And we've had this out on the show. Like right. we've played president after president who's acknowledged that like, you know, Arizona, Arizona State, like you have all of these presidents who have openly said, yeah, you know what, we... We've talked, uh, like the president in Arizona straight up said, yeah, I've talked to them. They're great guys. I love the footprint. <laughs> you know, like, It's all good, man. It's all good, dude. Hey, Georgie Pooh, when are you coming back with the deal sheet, man? But the Utah community, the Utah fan base, my guy Utah Pig Bus again today, mm-hmm. crawling up my ass telling me that I'm just <laughs> doubling down. Suckmyass.com. Fortunately... There is one hero, and I hesitate to go too far in on this. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. But there is one guy in Salt Lake City sports who actually asked the right questions in an interview, and that's Bill Riley at ESPN 700. Mm-hmm. Because Bill had President Randall on his show today and asked him directly, are you talking to the Big 12? We are in solidarity with our Pac-12 president peers. We are uh, working to uh, get a deal that's beneficial to all of us as a, as, as a conference. That said, we, we certainly think uh, the Big 12 has put together a great conference. Um, they're a great set of schools as well. But right now, we think staying in solidarity with our, 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 PAC, our Pac-12 schools is, is the right place to be. Now, I know I'm just some dude. I know that I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But if we go up here to President Robbins from Arizona, tell me that he didn't say essentially the exact same thing. This is, <laughs> this is from CBS Sports where he talks about how he has some affinities for the powerhouse basketball brand. How he, uh, you know, here he says it's heavily dependent on, you know, Klyovkov and his team negotiating a good media deal for us to stay competitive. <coughs> right? Like, I, I mean, these comments, <coughs> like he's talking about how Robbins said that uh, Brett Yormark, the commissioner of the Big 12, it's no secret, is in recruit mode. Mm-hmm. You guys, what are we even discussing here? You have, and I'm going to play it again because I want to make sure you understand I am not misconstruing this at all. You have the president of the University of Utah who we reported last week, I will remind you, last week sources told us, hey, we've been talking to the Big 12, but we don't feel like we're a fit academically And we're concerned that we would lose academic revenue by joining the Big 12 and leaving the affiliations we have right now in the Mm Pac-12. Right? Right. Bill Riley, ESPN 700 in Salt Lake City today. The question that was asked here is, 
Hey, are you guys talking to the Big 12? We are in solidarity with our Pac-12 president peers. We are uh, working to uh, get a deal that's beneficial to all of us as a, as, as a conference. That said, we, we certainly think uh, the Big 12 has put together a great conference. Um, they're a great set of schools as well. But right now, we think staying in solidarity with our, 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 PAC, our PAC-12 schools is, is the right place to be. I mean, it's almost verbatim. A script. These guys are never going to say, hey, yeah, I was on my iPhone 15 yesterday. You know, when me B- and Brett no, were no, no. talking, No, dude. no, no. When B.Y. called me last, you know. Um... <laughs> B.Y. <laughs> but what are they all saying? They're not answering the question, are you talking to the Big 12? And to his credit, because I know that we're hard on sports media in Salt Lake City. No, you guys just hate the media in this town. But. To Bill Riley's credit, number one, he is the voice of Utah Athletics. Mm -hmm. He is the play-by-play voice. Number two, he clearly has relationships with these guys. He asked him point blank, are you talking to the Big 12? Um, To which the president blew off that question, never (laughs) answered it, right? Which is what we've seen all of these guys do. Standard protocol, standard protocol. But seriously, if you think about it, Ray Anderson, all of these these Pac-12 athletic directors, like – They've all completely blown it off, right? But they say the exact same thing. No, you know, I, I think our conference is strong. I really like the conference that we have. We're, we're in solidarity. We're, we're in lockstep. <laughs> we're, did, didn't Mark Carlin use the word lockstep? Yeah. Like all these great praises. But what do they all do right after that? But, man, I really like the Big 12. Those are some sharp people over there. (coughs) In Arizona's case, I love the footprint. It's really close to us. They're a powerhouse basketball brand. I'd love to be closer to the SEC, but the Big 12 will do. They all say the exact same thing. They're talking about the answer. And they're all talking to each other about the answer, dude. And what did you say before the show in our pre-show meeting today? Jake said, you notice how all these guys now are all over the place? They're talking to the media. They're giving interviews when they haven't said anything for months. And you know why they're doing that? Because they're in spin control. They're in damage control. Mm -hmm. And I want to play this bite about the value of the Pac-12. And this is, again, this this is, in my opinion, these are really important, really important sound bites that you hear from these presidents. Because you don't get the presidents often. President Randall at Utah talking about the value proposition that he sees in the Pac-12. I think first things first, uh, we feel like there's still tremendous value in the 10 teams remaining in the Pac-12. I guess that's Pac-10. We have a strong, strong set of brands. Um, You know, the way I think about, about the value of a league is you've got to have you know, what, and what comes out of the value of these contracts is really three things. First, you got to have strong brands, which we have. The second, you got to make an argument that these brands are actually going to win and create great matchups. Um, and if you look at our league next year, I don't know what your predictions are for the top 25, but I think even leaving SC and UCLA out, you've got four teams that are probably ranked in the top 25. So when, anytime you have top 25 ranked teams playing, that creates viewership. So our value goes up there. 
And then the final big component is, are you, do you have the right distribution for your games? Are you, are you talking to the right media partners? And we're in the middle of negotiations. I can't reveal much about those, but I'm confident we have the right people at the table. I think they're seeing the value in our league the same way that we are seeing it. Great job by Bill Riley to ESPN 700 in Salt Lake City. Asked the right questions, got the right answers. First of all, Jake could not wait to play that bite today. Why were you so excited to play that <laughs> because, bite? Because for months we've had to play this little game on the show, and everyone who's talked about this has had to play this little game. Okay, well, it's the Pac-12, but we have 10 teams. So is it the Pac-10 or the Pac-12? What is it? What's it going to be? And, and then my homie. guy, Buddy, made the same mistake in this clip. And look at flipping DeLambo. He <laughs> said it, Pac-10. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dude said it. DeLambo's <laughs> here for it. But o- overall, overall, by the way, I think as we, as we talk about this, make sure you hit the like button, please. All 424 of you watching the show, please give us a like. It really helps the channel grow. But as we talk about this, I think these are real, real conversations because when you hear these interviews and you hear um president randall at utah we're committed to remaining to the remaining 10 members of the pac-12 like these are real life-changing decisions Mm -hmm. for hundreds of thousands maybe millions of people when you look at 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 educational people revenue generating people obviously athletes and their coaches and their support staff right like you have all of these people who are sitting here just waiting for this. And then you have this sect of fans in the Pac-12 who are like, oh man, we never talk to anybody. It'd be so disrespectful. Then you have this PR machine Mm -hmm. in the Big 12 who is doing everything that it can do. Like paid professionals, paid professional PR people who are out in the world doing everything they could do to torpedo the Pac-12 and destabilize relationships. Because I, I, I don't know. Is that a secret? But, I, I am hoping this everybody knows this. But the Big 12 has PR on staff and utilizes out, outside PR firms to plant information and destabilize the Pac-12. I think it's a very close to the best secret, but it's absolutely happening. We've, I think we've talked about it on yeah. this show before. It's why before we ever tell you anything, we vet it multiple ways. And again, we've, we, have, we have, I think, vetted our Utah sources m- multiple different ways. But I also remind you, people call us all the time. People give us information all the time, like on a daily basis. Do you think we just roll all that out? No, because the Big 12 is paying people to disseminate information against the Pac-12 because they're trying to get to these presidents to force them into making a move. Schemers trying to control their little world. And I don't think it's a surprise to anybody. Yeah, well, and I think the the thing that really needs to be said on on top of that, because that's a great point, you know, all these guys are talking right now, and what's going to be really fascinating is when the TV deal does inevitably come out, because just so you guys know, I, I know I'm not reinventing the wheel here, the TV deal will one day come out. I'm not sure that Are that's tomorrow, sure? but one day, maybe I, like I five years from true. now, it will come out. Um, <laughs> when that deal does come out, it will be very interesting to see who does the talking. Because if you remember the chain of events, how did this go down? And you can't forget this because this is super important, in my opinion. Who came out first? 
Ray Anderson came out first, right? Ray Anderson goes on, on, uh, on Arizona Sports in Phoenix and talks all about how, you know, the conference needs this and, and the, the, the TV deal that we think we're going to get isn't going to live up to $50 million a year, but it's good enough to, to, to allow us to continue forward. We're committed to the 10 teams. Right, And then you have this sort of domino effect where we hear from Arizona, right? Now we're starting to hear from Utah. When am I going to hear from Washington? When am I going to hear from Colorado, right? Don't be surprised if Washington comes out tomorrow and does an interview and Kase says a bunch of stuff that maybe her colleagues weren't expecting because, again, she's in the driver's seat here. So for me, I just think it's really fascinating like we can talk all about like numbers and what we think they're going to get and what our sources are telling us. We can do that and we do it almost on a daily basis, but ultimately when you get down to it, what really is going to matter is who does the talking, when the deal comes out, and does this conference survive past this meeting negotiation? Cuz I don't think it's guaranteed. And that's why I think Ooh. everybody is saying, "Oh, well, yeah, we're committed to each other. We wait, got wait, this wait. Slow nice down. Family. I don't mean to interrupt you. Slow down a minute. Yeah. When you say you don't believe that the Pac-12 will survive. I No, I think there's a chance that they won't survive past this media deal. Because when you start thinking about all these people coming out and talking, why do people start talking? In life, in Pac-12 TV deal land, why do people, why does presidents, politicians, you know, athletic directors, whoever, why do they start talking? Well, they start talking because they have to do damage control because they know if as an example they were to wind up on Apple TV only let's say that that would be really unhealthy and bad for their programs yes so instead what they're going to do is they're going to go out they're going to do a bunch of media interviews with a bunch of people who are going to softball them a bunch of soft ass questions unless you're Bill Riley who did a good job in my opinion I right? thought you did a great job and and they're going to make a bunch of comments and that's what we call damage control because they can see what's on the horizon. They know the storm is coming. And that's why I'm saying it's not a secret that these guys are talking right now. Yeah. All right. Less of us, more of you. You guys, you're unbelievable. If you are not a member, please consider joining our membership. Um, you absolutely, you can join for as little as $1.99. You can join as much as $9.99 a month, which gets you into our members only Instagram group. Um, and you get all of our exclusive information. You get Big Daddy Magic getting kicked out of the Utah Jazz practice facility today because he was asking players to <laughs> say hello to the Monty show. Look, look at Big Bad Daddy Magic. You want to know who the true superhero on this show is? Hey, Simon, can you say hello to the Monty show? Hello, Monty show. We love you, man. Hey, thank you. I love you, baby. You guys, are, Dude, you, are you kidding stunned. me right now? Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Big Daddy Magic doing his thing and then sarah todd ate him for lunch and had him kicked off the property because he said hello to her (laughs) you know listen if you join the membership (laughs) please please consider it dollar 99 9.99 a month whatever level you want to get in support the show we really appreciate it uh all of our members we read your comments first on a day like this where we have already thousands of comments Guys like Jacob DeLambo is going to get his comment read first because he's a member. Pac-12 is not willing to give up on their legacy. Disagree with that. Greg Hawkins, who's a member, makes me glad that fans aren't responsible for media deals. Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. And listen, I understand. And I want, I want people to, to hear me clearly on this because I think this is really important. I understand the passion behind the Utah fan base. I do. I think it is 
an integral part of what makes Utah University, the University of Utah, so special. Mm -hmm. It's what makes Utah football games at Rice-Eccles Stadium the greatest, in my opinion, home field advantage this side of the Mississippi. It is a phenomenal home field advantage. But it also is what is very detrimental to these kind of situations. I, I don't know why there is this appetite to torpedo the idea that if your president is not talking to the Big 12, he's making a mistake. Right. It is important that your president understands the Big 12, knows Brett Yormark, has a relationship with Brett Yormark, because you're going to need the Big 12 and Brett Yormark at some point in time to schedule a game, to help you schedule a game, to, help you, to help you get into a venue. You're going to need that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the conference does melt down and you need to pick up the phone and say, hey, we're ready to, you know, we're ready to have serious talks about getting into the conference. You need those relationships in place, right? So the idea that President Randall or any other president in the Pac-12 would you know, disrespecting the process by talking to, to Brett Yormark is ridiculous. It's, re it's a dereliction of duty not to talk to Brett Yormark. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that you're trying to get into his conference? Not right now. Does, has Utah explored it? Absolutely. They have had multiple deep conversations. There has been a process that Utah has gone through. And at this time, Utah has told the Big 12, according to our sources, who we have multiple, multiple sources who we have vetted, who have all told us pretty much the exact same thing. Utah has told the Big 12, look, right now, we don't feel like we're a fit academically, right? And the other thing I thought was so interesting was that we saw on Twitter the other day this exact report from Utah fans who had said, no, they're not going to enter the Big 12. <laughs> so take that for what it's worth. But Utah has told the Big 12, hey, we just don't feel like we're a fit academically. We're concerned if we lose our close ties to Cal and Stanford and others that we will lose academic revenue, and we're not prepared to do that. Um, not at this time. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I truly do not. So I don't understand the vitriol behind that. I, I really, really do not. I really, really do not. Um, let's go. Pull it out, Jake. Let's go. Kelly Mitchak, the newest member of the Monty Show. Appreciate you. Uh, Bigfoot uh, Duck says Jake never needs uh, help to pull it out. No, Jake never needs help. Yeah. I mean, I wake up in the morning, never. I piss excellence. Uh, C. Kaufman says, new member, pull it out, Jake. Yeah. Now it's like a calling. <laughs> now it's like a calling. Um, outside the echo chamber, who's a member of the program, says the academic uh, academics is a problem that doesn't change when the PAC fails. It doesn't. But I also think when you look at the PAC-12's perspective, you are currently married to Cal, Stanford, you're married to Washington. But what does that mean? You're, though, a, you're married. Like you're you are closely related to some of the powerhouses of research and education, uh -huh. especially in the Western United States. Right. Nobody nobody cares about Cal because they don't win. But let me tell you, they win because academically and research wise, they're very difficult to beat. Yeah. And being related to them helps. It absolutely helps. Yeah. Like it, it, it's not something that I think is even even a question. I just Man, it, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that people get upset about that. I, I, I really don't understand it. Kelly, 
our newest member, says, give them hell, guys. Go Red Raiders. Let's go. Hey. What's up in Lubbock? How we doing, Stay Red on. Raiders? Um, Mike, who cheese Harry. Okay. See what um, he did there? See what he did there Mike with his name? Mike, cheese Harry. Yeah. Yeah, you see what he did there? I don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. I don't, I, I, I don't get it. I want you to explain it so that you look like the idiot. Uh, that would be a reference to uh, some stuff that we're not going to talk about because this is a family program. You know, uh, I just want Utah program. and the Mountain West so that Utah and Utah State can have their Thanksgiving weekend rivalry. It would be awesome for the state of Utah. Both those schools should refuse to play BYU. <laughs> okay. Uh, go black 45. I don't root for anyone in the sec unless it helps LSU in some way, let alone root for a conference. Go tigers. Go tigers. Tell me that you don't miss Edo just for the way he says tigers. Yeah. Um, well, Edo and his girlfriend were an issue. Yeah. Uh, Gumby extra regular, uh, who's a member says, but academics don't matter in, uh, football. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I just think that there is a certain sect of fan who doesn't want to embrace the fact that athletics are pennies on the academic dollar. Mm. I mean, you, you just make so much more money through research and through education than you do through ac athletics. Yeah. I think what's tough is that, is that if you say that to, you know, the Utah football fan, right? The hardcore, you know, tailgating a, a pig bus, right? A, you know, a booster, like you say that to someone who is really, you know, involved and their reaction is going to be, okay, well, well, if we go to independence, then we should be fine. Right. And it's like, no dude, independence isn't like where the university needs to go. And I think ultimately, I think that people get really salty over this because they're insecure about it. If I, like, if I'm really being honest, like I, I look at some folks on Twitter and I'm like, dude, like, are you just being this much of a hard ass because you don't want the conference to burn to the ground and you don't want to be in the position where you're going to have to beg to get in the Big 12? Because well, I think that's a, that's an honest, like, I, I'm not going to say there's a good chance that happens, but I think it's an honest possibility. I, I mean, if I said, hey, a year from now, the Pac-12 doesn't exist, nobody would call me crazy. No, they they would wonder how it would happen or, like, what the you know, what the path would be or where everyone would go, but it's not a crazy-ass take. And, and I think for mm. me... As a, I, I, I would say that I'm a, a more casual Utah fan. Like, I'm not a hardcore Utah fan. We obviously talk about them and cover them, but but I'm not a fan per se. But as a casual observer, yeah, it would be sad if they found themselves in that predicament. I mean, that's just it not ideal at all. Yeah, it absolutely would be. There's no doubt. I just, I don't know how you fix this. That's the issue. Okay, don't forget all of our football talk on the Monty Show is presented by our friends at Barbecue Pit Stop, BBQPitStop.com, or visit any of their five stores if you're in the great state of Utah, Logan, Layton, Lehigh, St. George, and of course our friends in Murray on State Street. But you guys, shop online, BBQPitStop.com, no matter where you are in this great country of ours, BBQPitStop.com, because what I'm telling you is the expertise that you get about smoking and I'm telling, get, get off of the, somebody asked me on Twitter on, what day were we driving home? Saturday. On Twitter, I was DMing with Dale, and he would, he was asking me, well, you know, you said you just plug it in and hit ignite. That's not true. Well, it is true. Yeah, it is true. It, abso it absolutely is true. Now, you got to take it out of the box. You got to put the wheels on. You got to put the rack. Okay, great. Once you build it, and it takes 20 minutes to build it, plug it in. 
Put some pellets in the hopper and hit ignite. And within three minutes, that thing will be smoking for you. And all you have to do is put your wings on there or put your brisket on there or your burgers, your steaks. There's There's a perception out there that smoking requires hours. We make the best drums because we don't eat flats. We make the best drums in 30 minutes on our Traeger Ironwood 885. Amazing. You put some Asado seasoning on there, you guys. Yes. Have you had the Asado seasoning yet? Have you had the Flavor Knuckles Asado seasoning? Come on now. It's amazing. Thanks. There it is right there. BBQPitStop.com. You want a smoker? BBQPitStop.com. Yeah. You want seasonings, sauces, rubs, spices, bbqpitstop.com. Hook it up. You want a great cut of meat? Did you know that every barbecue pit stop location now has a butcher shop? Y'all feel me? Telling you, man. It's your one-stop shop, bbqpitstop.com. Chat with them free online if you have questions. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, Coming up in five minutes, football at 50. Wait until you hear what Baker Mayfield said about Tom Brady. Baker Mayfield talking about Tom Brady. (laughs) You think I'm kidding. Um, Christopher Shannon says exactly, Renee, BYU covers Utah. Yeah, I don't think that's true, Renee Roca. What exactly does Utah bring to the Big 12 BYU doesn't already cover? Well, there is that little thing called winning. BYU is going to, in my opinion, is going to be on a five-year climb of a mountain. I think it is going to be five years before BYU is a legitimate football <laughs> contender because not only are they going to have to recruit up, they're going to have to staff up. You're going to have to bring in probably two or three levels at every position. Mm-hmm. And you know how we know this. We watched the Pac-12 in the way that Utah had to staff up and recruit up. So it's not just, hey, you know, uh, we have all our coaches. But now you need a lot more infrastructure. Now you need a lot higher caliber of player, right? And we know the challenges of recruiting to BYU or whatever, but you're going to have to probably add two or three players at every position. Hey, guys. You're going to have to probably add a little more infrastructure and humanity. So it's going to be five years before BYU is, is, is competitive. And when I say competitive, I mean competing to win a conference championship. I look at Utah. If Utah was in the Big 12 today, their women's basketball team is probably the best team in the conference. Mm-hmm. Their men's football team at Utah is, in my opinion, the best football team in the Big 12. I think they can compete with even the vaunted Texas Longhorns. Texas, Oklahoma. I think Texas Tech is in a nice little place right now, especially with Oklahoma State being as far down as they are. I think Utah is in a position to win the conference now. Will they? Probably not. TCU's a hell of a football team. Yeah. Sonny Dykes is doing great things. But you can put in Utah right now today because they have a two and three deep. They have staff. They have Kyle Whittingham, one of the best coaches in the country nobody knows about. You have talent like Brant Keithy coming back. You have talent yes. like Cam Rising coming back. Utah is a force today. Not tomorrow, today, right? which you cannot say about BYU. You can't say that about Houston, Cincinnati, UCF. You just can't say that. Utah is a significant step up in quality in athletics, mm-hmm. period. It's tough to argue any other way. Why do, you think you, why do you think the Big 12 wants to add Gonzaga? Yeah. Gonzaga is still playing basketball, baby. They got value. We're in the Sweet 16. They Gonzaga. have value. They absolutely have value. 
Uh, Carl Adams says, Big 12 should let Utah in, but give half their media rights share to BYU. Oh, kick in the bulls. Yeah. Uh, Ken Williams, what's up? He says, hey, James. Uh, Ken Williams says, hey, Jake. James Knight says, uh, you're back, Ken. Welcome back, Patna. Patna. Hey, by the way, Ken, did you really sell your ranch, dude? You really sell the farm? You know. San Diego State says, it's called your due diligence. Yes, it is. That's exactly right. Look at all of our look at all of our guys. Good to see Boys everybody back, on the dude. show today. Boys are back. Let's go. Cougar tracks. I would feel satisfied if BYU went six and six. Hundred percent. Just get bowl eligible every year, and then one year you're going to fall into you know eight and four, and then a couple of years you're going to win ten games, and then you're going to win 10, 11 games three straight years. You'll fall back to seven and five. But you should never be one and eight in the conference. Don't play intramurals, brother. It's BY freaking you. Uh, C says Utah isn't getting into the Big Ten. That's a pipe dream. No, they're not. Yeah, agreed. They're not. I I, I would love that agreed, for, for Utah, but they're not getting into the Big Ten. Bob Holsey says, when was the last time 70,000 showed up to watch a research debate? How often are they on TV? Bob, it's meaningless. The money that comes from research, yeah. the money that comes through academic channels, it, we're talking billions of dollars. Now. Yeah, and Bob, I, look, I understand wh- like what your point is there. Like, hey, like people pay to go to football games and, and everything. But what you got to understand is that seventy thousand is drops in a bucket, man. Like, ooh. you know, and and I think that what ooh 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 breaking news in the NFL. Oh God, Dalton Schultz, late of the Dallas Cowboys, Raiders. Uh, nah, bro, he's going. Oh no, it's far worse. Uh, he signed with the Houston Texans <laughs> on a one-year deal. Dude. You signed Dalton Schultz away. Oh my God! What is Dalton Schultz doing? I don't know. You know what he's doing? He's leading off football fifty ten of the hour every hour on the Monty Show. We'll get back to this coming up in about ten minutes. Your comments are great today, you guys. While you're here, please hit the like button. Um, we love to get two hundred likes a show. I think we're at one hundred and seven. Let's go. We've already had about 1,500 views on the show. Let's go. Let's go. Football 50, 10 of the hour, every hour on the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Papa Murphy's Pizza. On this show, for all of our new listeners on this here program, we do not use red sauce. Yeah, come on. No. We use traditional crust. We use barbecue sauce. Then you pile all your junk on top of it, right? Now, for me, mozzarella. You use the herb mix, herb, mozzarella, green onion, onion mix, extra mushroom, cheese mix, put it on the smoker. Do it. Good to go. Papa Murphy's Pizza on the Traeger smoker. Hey, don't forget to plug in the smoker, okay? Creme de la creme. I'm telling you, Papa Murphy's Pizza, use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off. Your purchase at $25 or more. Uh, Jake, your show, your thought. Hello? Hello? Um, your thoughts on Dalton Schultz to Houston? Dude, I just don't know, like, what a guy the caliber of Dalton Schultz is doing. I, I mean, you're you're a productive, productive tight end. You're a productive, uh, you know, guy in an offense that can do a lot. And by the way, you're a pretty proficient blocker at that. So I just am surprised that he couldn't get another another offer or or he couldn't figure out like uh, where else to go i mean look i get it's the texans but 
It's the Texans, man. That well, thing breathes of bad air. But man. why? But the Texans have have, a, have had a phenomenal offseason. Yeah, but it's the Texans, bro. Like, yeah, I, I'm not saying every it's great. Year you're one win. Like, dude, what are we doing? Ooh, Devin Singletary from the Bills signs with the Houston Texans. God. Dude, I'm telling you, the Texans, in my opinion, are going to draft Bryce Young. And he's going to have weapons. They are going they are going to be a vastly improved team. I know it. Cal McNair is a POS of POSs. He is. But, dude, they're going to be good. They are going to be – I think they are going to be very good. And yes. I, I think they are they are going to fight for a, a, a division. Because I just – I look at the Houston Texans and I look at the moves that they've made – and it is not accidental. And you look at the fact that they have the number two pick and the 12th pick in the first round. They have a second, a third, two in the third. Like, they have high-level picks. This team is going to get, is in my opinion, is going to get markedly better. Yes. And you're not going to have Davis Mills and Case Keenum as your quarterbacks. Yeah. And I think you look at that. You look at what they have. You add Dalton Schultz. You add... Him to Robert Woods, this this Laramie Tunsil deal mm-hmm. that Laramie Tunsil, the, the the tackle, negotiated himself, the largest, the largest tackle contract ever for Laramie Tunsil. Mister Smoke Weed through a gas mask so you fall, right? And then you negotiate your own contract with the Texans, not once but twice, yeah, for the largest contract in the history, in the history of. Left tackles. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you now, they are going to be better than anybody gives them credit for. And now you add Devin Singletary and you add Bryce Young. I don't know how you don't like what he did here. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I have proofs in the pudding, dude. Show me you can at least be a 500 team. Well, I also think there's one other guy that's interesting, Adam Thielen, signing with the Carolina Panthers. I'm surprised that there wasn't more of a bidding war for Adam Thielen because I don't think that he's even close to done. Well, he straight up said that teams were telling him he was old and they didn't want anything to do with it. You know, That's I mean, that crazy. Was, that was apparently the feedback he was getting, which to me is absolutely insane. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what is he? Is he 30? What is he, 31, I think? 56. Like, I mean, you're telling me Adam Thielen age. He's 32 years old. 32 man. years I mean, old. I, 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 I don't know. I struggle to tell a wide receiver like Adam Thielen that, hey, you're too old to get it done. Like, I I think he's fine. Adam Thielen, last year, 716 yards, six touchdowns. And keep in mind, with Jefferson on that roster exploding, right? So he's had 700 yards, 700 yards, 900 yards, 400 yards, but he got hurt in 20, what year was that? 19. Mm Mm-hmm. Only played 10 games. The year before that, he had 1,300 and 1,200 the year before that. Like, he is still a productive wide receiver. I, I, I am shocked yeah. that more teams didn't sign him. I am not shocked, by the way, at what Baker Mayfield said about replacing Tom Brady in Tampa. A, shaboy. Right. Baker Mayfield's the best. Yeah, he's been a little bit of a disappointment. You are a huge Baker guy. He straight up said today, I'm never going to be Tom Brady. <laughs> I thought I thought Baker said, I'm never going to be Tom Brady. That's yeah, exactly no what kidding. he said. No but kidding, I, but, bro. But Come I on. think it's a really valid point. And why do I think it's a valid point? 
Because I think there is an urge in our society to say, well, who's going to be the next Tom Brady? Yeah, there is. Oh, That's man. what it's about. Who's replacing Tom Brady in Tampa? Well, you can't replace Tom Brady in Tampa, so stop trying. What you can do is just be you. And Baker Mayfield showed in L.A. last year, in my opinion, that he can still play. I think he yeah. can be a valuable contributor. I think he's going to be good for Tampa. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be good for Tampa. He probably won't be as good as they need him to be to, like, go to a Super Bowl, let's say. But I think that you can make the playoffs, no doubt, with Baker Mayfield. Okay. Derek Carr or Baker Mayfield? Derek Carr. What? Yeah, I agree. Um... <laughs> I think that Tampa should have gone after Derek Carr. I agree. They did not. Oh, that's right. And then he ended up being a Saint. They did not. And they're going to pay for that because they're in the same division. Yeah. But let's not kid ourselves. I, I, I think Baker Mayfield was a good get for Tampa. And I still think Tampa probably drafts a quarterback. Yes. I mean, I, I, I mean, they need they need a long-term solution. That's the reality of the situation. I mean, you can't keep – you cannot continue to buy quarterback and think you're going to continue to be good. Delaric, a uh, member of the show, wants to know, Geno or Baker? Geno because he's stuck with his team. Geno I mean, after what he did last year. Yeah, I mean, I think he's – But is Geno yeah. going to do that same thing this coming year? I don't know. That's the question. I don't know, man. Uh, DeLambo says, uh, after seeing Tommy in his undies, no one can replace that. Right. That was impressive. Yeah, Brady brand. Cougar Track says, uh, Tom Brady is a goat. Yes, he is. Yeah, absolutely he is. Renee Roca says, LOL, average baker isn't going to be Tom Brady. Yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, I could have told duh. you that, genius. You know, uh, Gumby Extra Regular says, AA Ron. By the way, still no Packers-Jets trade. Yeah, he's probably and, back in the darkness. Uh, Ian Rappaport today said that he doesn't feel like there's any urgency to get a deal done. How is there no urgency to get a deal done? But wait, I thought they were signing Alan Lazard and signing all his boys and everything was going to be amazing. You know, uh, Matt Merle says crap music and talk equals sucks. So wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying that the music that we're all vibing and bouncing our heads to? You think this is terrible music? Bro, why is this bad music? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Come on, man. Ken Williams says any man in his underwear is gross. Well, I don't know. I'm probably an idiot then. Because Tommy and his panties. Tommy. Do we still have that picture of Tommy? We don't. Tommy and his panties was not the end of the world. I'm not Did looking you just at say it. You're attracted to Tom Brady. Oh, no, it's not like he's Justin Hey Bear. The sex machine, you know. Okay. Come on. Uh, Gumby Extra Regular is vibing to the music. Yeah, vibe. Let's go. You know. Uh, Bigfoot says there will be no pack. None at all. Okay. Okay. Um, outside the echo chamber says after the draft, uh, Jets don't give up uh, this year's picks. Well, listen. I think they would be foolish. I don't think this is the Jets waiting to make a deal. No, I think this is Aaron Rodgers wanting to be in the middle of the media cycle for like a year. No, I think this is the Packers wanting to screw Aaron Rodgers. I, honest to God, I do. Because the Jets yeah. have made it pretty clear they don't care about the picks. They've made it pretty clear, okay, I'm going to draft a quarterback. I'm going to spend that pick on a quarterback. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. You can have my pick. Yeah. Because they're not making the, the Zach Wilson mistake again. You can't make that mistake again, man. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. You know. 
Uh, Matt Merle says, music and talk at the same time sucks. Okay. okay. CJ Vance, this music has really grown on me. It fits well. Okay. DeLambo, I work out and listen to your show in complete silence. Okay. Okay. Gumby Extra Regular. If any man in his underwear is gross, I guess it's a good thing I'm not wearing any. Okay. Okay. Wow. All right. Time to move on from Football 50. Boxers or briefs? Briefs, dude. Come on. No. Boxers. What? Yeah. Yeah. Not like regular loose boxers. No. Under Armour boxers. Yeah. Those are briefs. Tidy whities No. You used to wear tidy whities Okay. Well, I didn't have a choice back then. Okay. Well, we all get put through things. Your mom hates you. It is what it is, you know. I'm I'm fine with it. Right. I I shouldn't talk because I was a prolific wearer of the tidies what tidy whities While we tell you about awesome pizza, <laughs> comment tidy whities or boxer briefs. What's it going to be? Speaking of balls. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Papa Murphy's does meatballs? Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Oh, well, we do it with savory ground beef covered, covered in tangy tang marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Yep, Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25. To get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. I love it, man. And if you have not had the meatball marinara, dude, why are you waiting? Mm-hmm. Why are you waiting? The meatballs are all are, are Italian all-beef meatballs. Italian. Their marinara sauce is crispy. It is so good. The the mozzarella, I'm just, you can put it on your pizza. It's the Italian. Chop it up, put it on your pizza. You can eat them. I'm, I've made meatball sandwiches out of it. Uh, I've eaten the meatballs by themselves. I, I'm telling you, you cannot go wrong. Yeah. You absolutely cannot go wrong in any way, shape, or form. On the Monty Show, presented by the Advocates. Uh, Ken Williams says boxer briefs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, boxer briefs, the best of both worlds. Correct. Facts. Absolutely. Delaric says Depends on time of year. I wear the same Bro, boxers. Bro, I can't, dude. Are, are you suggesting? I know you didn't just suggest or infer that you wear those loose ass, hundred percent cotton, heavy ass dude, boxers nope. in the summer and sweat your ass off. Don't tell me you do that. No, nah, the you boys don't. need support. Yeah, dude. Come on. The bro. boys need support. Talking with Raphael podcast on PBS Radio. Uh, says team brief, absolutely. <laughs> but again, I believe Raphael is a traitor. What do you mean? Well, I think he's from Russia because he's on team lean. No, he's uh, he's from USA, bro. What do you no, mean? No, he's on dude? team lean. No, he's so not. He's, dude. he's a communist. No, no red blooded American is team lean. <laughs> yes, we're all standing squat. Okay, I don't know who we is. You know, I don't know who we is. I'm, but I'm just you know, I'm just team saying. lean, um, dude. Team Simon lean. in all capital letters. Monty, I know you're not big on March Madness. What do you mean? I love March Madness. Uh, but wouldn't it be appropriate to do a Sweet 16 show for Thursday, Friday games? I mean, I, I, we could. Yeah, I mean, we could, but... Don't we, we talk... We have talked a ton of tournament on this show. Um... We opened the show today talking about it. Uh, let's see. 
MJ Beset93. Algorithm brought me to a live stream for once. Love it. Hey, hey let's go. We love it. Hey, while you're here, do two things. Hit the like button, please. And then join the membership. It's only $1.99 a month at a minimum to support the show. Can you do something for me? Get crazy and join the best community you'll be a part of yeah, for $9.99 a month. You can get into our Instagram members only chat for Monty Show members. $9.99 a month. It gets you all of our inside information. All You get it all first in the Instagram group. Um, and the conversation's great. Tanner Plummer is going to do a video call every 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> Tanner lost his mind in the chat, and then everybody corrected him. <laughs> we care about each other. You know. That's a lie. That is a lie. We don't care. Uh, but Tanner does call people every 15 minutes. For whatever reason. You know, someday somebody will pick up. Somebody will pick up. But we love having you guys in the chat. Support the show, please. We appreciate you guys being here. Uh, make sure you give us a thumbs up. That really helps hitting the like button. Uh, Jacob DeLambo says, Magic G's baby. What does that even mean? I don't want to know. I don't know. Matt Merle says, young me briefs, older me boxer briefs. Okay. Jeremy Severe. Hey, Severe, what's up? What's up, dude? Says sports briefs. I like it. I like it. So I think we're all boxer brief guys here. Yeah. Bigfoot uh, Duck says, what? No banana, ha banana hammock, Monty? Listen. No, I guess not. 20s and 30s? <laughs> I was rocking the floss. No, I wasn't. Ever. Never. Not one time have I ever. Dude. Oh, God. Kansas fan talking about Kentucky, a mid-major these days. You're not wrong. They need to fire John whoa, Calipari. Whoa. I was Kansas talking. Well, Bill Self is getting heart surgery, dude. They have an excuse. I don't care. They have an excuse. I don't care. Dude, you lost. How are you bagging on Kentucky? And I'm not even a Kentucky fan. Yeah. They have an excuse, dude. I'm just, I'm just saying. Don't be rude. They, well, uh, sir, so I know you're getting arrested, but they're dude, not. I'm not being rude. It, it, come on, dude. You don't, know. don't come in here and bag on Kentucky, and then, and then be like, oh well, Bill Self was in the hospital, so we have a built-in well, excuse well, not to win. You know, MJ Bissett says boxer summer guys five times more likely to live on uh, an untidy trailer home. Wow. Boxer summer guys are five <laughs> times more likely to live Dude. in an untidy trailer. But is it a double wide? You and your mom are hillbillies. If it's a double wide, you can get away from the dead yeah, raccoon. I got a double wide for you. A dead raccoon under the, the kitchen. <laughs> I grew up. I grew up with a guy named Lauren. And Lauren lived in a double wide. In a he van down by the river. He had a dead raccoon under the floor in his kitchen. Bro. And his mom was like, no, we're not cleaning it out. We're not. The yeah, trailer park is supposed to clean it out. And I'm, I, I will never forget walking into their house and just being like, whoa, <laughs> dude. It was gnar and it must have been there. I'm sh I don't remember it correctly, but it had to be months. And then one day, one day he came to school with clean clothes on. I will never forget this. Lauren, I looked at Lauren. I was like, dude, you look good today, dude. Bro. And he's like, the raccoon's gone. We did our laundry. <laughs> <laughs> he was, and he's, he, he's deceased now, but this is the same Lauren, by the way, who he and I got a job at Taco Bell to try and kiss the same girl. And we kissed that girl both without knowing until Stay hard. she told me that. And stuff. 
And then and you had a Maury moment in the middle no, of Taco Bell. No, we oh. all not, no, no, it's always <laughs> I did not. <laughs> this girl's name was Rebecca. And, yeah, Becky. And we no, oh no. She was a not Becky, you call me Rebecca. Hey, look at me. She was it, the problem was she was really cute and a terrible kisser. So <laughs> we wound up, we wound up making out, and I was like, nah, bro, I'm good. And oh then my she's God, like, just like that. Oh. She said to me, hey, you're, I just like you so much more than I like Lauren. I'm a man. And I was like, whoa, did I just kiss Lauren? Bro. Oh, wow. Done. And so both of us So quit. you're telling me just because she kissed your friend, you walked away from that. Done. I ain't sharing nobody. No, bro. Uh-uh. Can't bros before hoes. Come on, man. Can't do it. Matt Damn. Burrell says she belongs to the streets. <laughs> well. <laughs> You guys are ruthless. <coughs> you guys are absolutely <coughs> ruthless. Um, I got with the old timey minor onesies. Wow, you did? Nah, bro. Uh, Ken Williams says so. They kissed. LOL. Yeah. Andy, not good. Is my friend. Not good. Carl Dahlquist, a member, says Rebecca was a three oh four. What's a 304? I don't know. Okay. What am All I right. missing? Here we go. Another another Urban Dictionary moment on the monitor. What's program. a 304? What is a 304? Gumby Extra Regular says a Taco Bell love triangle. Yes. Taco Bell in Round Lake Beach, Illinois, dude. And I burned off half my eyebrow on a bean kettle pot, too. One night at like uh, okay. two in the morning when we were we we had closed and we admittedly we were having a rave in there. And <laughs> dude, I went to undo that bean pot and I got hit like right in the eyebrow with with like red hot pinto bean. Okay. What's a 304? This is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard with all due respect to whoever commented that. A 304 is is a slang term for hoe because <laughs> because if you if you type in 304, right? Uh-huh. And you turn it upside down, it oh, well my can't my think turn. It reads hoe back like backwards, right? It does. Yeah, here, look. Okay. I, I, I'm it, probably see, too... so that's like, that's supposed to read hoe. That apparently. doesn't look like a hoe. Yeah, it looks like 403. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Spangler says, what's a 304? Yeah. Spangler says, a calculator upside down. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're casual. Uh, and, uh, let's see. And Donut says, that's a West Virginia area code. <laughs> We're on to Cincinnati. MJ, uh, MJ Bissett. MJ Bissett. I'm just going to call you MJ Bissett. Says uh, 304 equals for the streets. This is fucking America. Gumby Extra Regular says 404 greater than 304. Isn't 404 Wisconsin? Yeah. JW says Big 12 is bad for Utah research, but not for KU research. No, KU's got great research. <laughs> okay, that probably snaps us back into the regular. <laughs> Welcome back to Reality on the Monty Show, presented by the Advocates, Utah Advocates, theadvocates.com. Uh, talk with an attorney live online 24 7. At no cost, absolutely free. See, because at the Advocates, you never pay until they win your case. Yes, they handle workman's comp. Yes, they handle probate. Yes, if you got hit, no matter where you're listening to this show, it's been winter, I guarantee you. Dude, if you get hit in an accident, if somebody was driving distracted, and again, I don't know why people ride their bikes in, in wintertime, but that's what they've got to do. We had a guy over here that got hit 
on his bike by a car that slid through an intersection, mm -hmm. call the advocates. That's not your fault. You didn't deserve to get in that accident, but you deserve an advocate, somebody that will fight for you so that you can concentrate on getting healthy, getting back to work, finding that new car. You don't have to worry about paying your medical bills because the advocates are gonna help you defer all those bills so you can concentrate on getting back to the best version of yourself, theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on The Monty Show. The big news today, very clearly, uh, is this update in the, in the Big 12. Uh, we have told you quite for a long time now um, that ESPN and the Pac-12 have not spoken in some time. The New York Post today confirmed that. Again, yeah. I don't know how many times this will happen, but we report something, and then three weeks later, a major news source will be like, oh, yeah, hey, guess what? Nobody said boo. The New York Post reporting <laughs> that ESPN and the Pac-12 are not close on a new deal. Yeah. Our sources say that it has been some time, at least a month, since the Pac-12 and uh, ESPN have spoken. And our guy at ESPN was like, yeah, it could, it, it could be like six weeks. Yeah. It's incredible to me the dysfunction in this situation with the, the, the Pac-12's media deal. And let's be frank about this. I think this is a really important moment in time in these discussions because if ESPN and the, the Pac-12 are not speaking, there's not a whole lot of places for the Pac-12 to go. Um, I mean, obviously we've heard you know, talk about, hey, Amazon, mm -hmm. Apple, you, you can't possibly believe that you're going to make the same deal MLS made with Apple. That's been crippling for reach and viewership yeah. for MLS. And now you're looking at, at, at the Pac-12 being in a very similar situation. And we've talked about this for weeks and months on this show. If I am the Pac-12 and I have issues with ESPN, go all in with Amazon as much as Amazon will. Yes. And we don't know what that is. We have no idea. Amazon has played this very close to the vest and wisely so. Yeah. We don't have any idea about that. But what we do know is Amazon is readily available in most people's homes and on their phones. And if you know Amazon, you know they're not just sitting on their hands hoping and praying for developments. They're out making the, the world go round. Yes. You have to believe at some point Amazon is going to produce a prime sports mobile app so that you can watch NFL. And if it's Pac-12, you can watch Pac-12. You have to believe it's going to be available on a greater scale on your phone or on your mobile device. You know it's already available on your TV. All of us watch Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. Like, right. That's, in my opinion, the single best route for the Pac-12. Go all in with Amazon as much as Amazon will have you. Because in my opinion, it is not an option for the Pac-12 to, to show up at training camp in, in the late summer and not have a TV deal. It is not an option. In my opinion, if you want to survive, and if the New York Post, who has now confirmed what we've said, if the New York Post is correct, and we are correct, and ESPN and the Pac-12 have a fractured relationship, they don't have a TV deal. Thanks. And you almost know that they're in the marketplace because we talked to the guys at Ion Scripts on the show. It's on the channel. You can go back and watch the interview in its entirety. And I would highly encourage you to watch it because I think Brian Lawler uh, crushed it. President over there absolutely crushed it 100%. And I think that, you know, again, I, I think timing is super important for the Pac-12, but I, but I think more than anything, getting something done that's not with Apple TV is even more important because, you know, the if you if 
if it is true, and we have no reason to believe it's not true, that they haven't spoken ESPN in, in, in you know, what amounts to almost six weeks, and there's, you know, I guess some momentum, if you will, you know, let's say, to head to Apple TV in an MLS-style deal, that's not going to work. I, I, I'm just telling you now, like, people are not going to pick up another subscription cost for the Pac-12. Now, if you want to say, okay, we'll offer it game by game, a la carte, if you will, we'll offer it that way. Okay, then you want to tell me, hey, Utah and Oregon are playing? All right, I might consider paying 5 bucks or 10 bucks or whatever the hell the fee is going to be to watch that one game. But that one game isn't going to save your conference, and that's the problem. At least with Amazon, yeah. you can say, okay, people are doing are, are already Prime members, which means they get access. It's real easy, no extra cost. The problem is, is Amazon's been pretty damn consistent over the last probably two months that they want one game a week. They want the NFL model at the college level. So if that's true, and it's also true that you haven't talked to ESPN in six weeks, where else are you going? You're on Apple. And that, to me, just isn't going to work. Yep. Jacob Reed gives us a $5 tip and says, I want your honest, unfiltered opinion on how all of this Pac-12 realignment will end. I don't uh, any politically correct answer. I don't want any politically correct answers. What's your take? I think, in my opinion, I think that the Pac-12 knows what the number is. And I think they're having trouble getting a grant of rights signed. Mm -hmm. And I think that they are back out in the marketplace trying to improve their position. And ESPN doesn't want to talk about it. And what's interesting about that point is if you think about, again, going back to these guys talking, what it, what have they all really kind of hinted at? Hey, like the deal we have isn't really meeting expectations. It's not really been a deal that lives up to what we feel like we need to move forward, but it's good enough for us to survive on. So it's almost like that job that you know pays you a dollar less an hour than you need but you can pay rent on that you just won't survive like yeah. it's like that whole kind of concept but as to what i think my opinion based on who i've talked to and what i think will happen i don't see them getting a grant of rights done if the deal is largely a streaming deal president Kose at washington from what i understand does not want uh all streaming she is not in favor of that um, from what I understand, Arizona is is not in favor of all streaming as well. Arizona State is not. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that creates a significant problem. Um, I also think that if this deal comes in below $30 million, I think the Pac-12 is going to have trouble keeping all 10 members. Yeah. And I think when it comes in, if it comes in at $25 million, I think you're going to lose some, some membership because they're not going to sign a grant of rights at that level. Yeah. I think you potentially will lose Arizona, Arizona State. I do believe that you will lose Colorado because, you know, it was explained to me last weekend that Deion Sanders is here to win the whole damn thing. And they have told him that they are going to do everything they can do to support his program. And I think that includes going to the Big 12. Yeah. I think that includes going back to the Big 12. I think my opinion is they're going to have trouble getting a, a grant of rights done. I, I just don't, at this moment in time, um, you know, and what I want to reiterate what we've reported because now everything we've reported on the, the Big 12, Pac-12 has been confirmed. Right. We have reported to you that Utah and the, the Big 12 have had extensive conversations. And Utah has told the Big 12, at this point, we're not interested right now because we feel like it would be a step back for us 
in research and education revenue, and we don't feel like we're a fit academically. We have told you that the conference is divided largely based on the amount of money. We have been told it's $22 million for five years, mm-hmm. $22 million per school for five years. Um, we have told you that ESPN and, and the, the Pac-12 have stopped negotiating. They haven't talked. And now today, the New York Post came out and confirmed that they're not close to a deal. I, I feel pretty strongly that you're going to have a hard time getting a grant of rights in this conference. Yeah. And we have told you back to August that Fox and ESPN encouraged the Pac-12 and the Big 12 to merge. Pac-12 said no. They wouldn't even have the conversation. Um, we have told you repeatedly um, that there is significant internal strife. And now that Oregon has a president that is incoming, I believe that that internal strife is only going to grow louder. Mm-hmm. I just think that the road is very steep and it's full of potholes. And I don't think that you're going to be able to navigate all 10 teams to the finish line. And I think it's going to, as a, not to be redundant, I think you're going to really struggle to get a grant of rights, and I think you're going to lose two members at a minimum. Yeah, I mean, I, and I That's think the problem think. is once you lose those first two, I mean, the snowball effect is massive. I, I mean, once it's once it's out there and available that, you know, you can get to the Big 12, you know, with, with relative ease, if you will, yeah. then I think it's like, all right, cool. Well, if we can go and do this, why wouldn't we do this? And I think that's yeah. the tough part is like once something happens, then it snowballs. Uh, MJB, MJ Bissett gives us a $2 tip. Does ESPN or Fox have an incentive to negotiate? They do not. Fox is out. We also reported that back in, I think, September. Fox told the, uh, PAC 12 that it was not interested in tier one rights and that they really didn't have space or bandwidth for more content. And then we, you know, obviously we found out more depth about the Big 12's TV deal. We found out more depth about the Big 10's TV deal, which obviously Fox owns the Big 10 network and they have a significant piece of that. Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. We found out that CBS, uh, I think we told you in October, November, CBS said we don't have the bandwidth for it because of our golf coverage, because they are committed to making sure that the Big 10 monetizes to its fullest ability for CBS and that they they want to continue to prioritize golf because they've lost a pretty good chunk of golf now to NBC and ESPN. Like it's the Masters is on ESPN, the early rounds. And I mean, like it's it's a big deal. Yeah. So NBC is also looking at this and saying, okay, well, we need to get a deal done with Notre Dame first, but oh, by the way, NBC also did a deal for Big 12 after, or excuse me, Big 10 after dark, where they're going to have a late window game featuring Big 10 teams, I don't know, like UCLA and USC. Funny how that works. So the partnerships are not there. There's not bandwidth. ESPN has no reason to overpay. Mm -hmm. And again, if you didn't hear the news today, ESPN is going to lay off hundreds of employees. I think it's 700. Because it's all Um, part of the plan. Was the number. And it is going to be, it is going to be high level talent. And knowing a lot of people at ESPN, um, 
it is it is really unfortunate mm-hmm. that I think ESPN has made its its position known through Disney. And the problem for ESPN is they're incredibly profitable right now. They're in, I mean, they're $10 per television. Everybody who watches ESPN in their home pays $10 for it. So they're making a ton of money there. Even with cord cutting, they're making good money there. All of their memberships on ESPN Plus, well, guess what? Those are $10 too. They have a ton of membership there that's growing. It's not shrinking. You have all of these revenue streams and they already have brought in new rights deals. And so now they're going to trim back the hiring that they've done. They are going to really look at top level talent. My guess is, this is a guess just knowing people at ESPN. Mm -hmm. I think guys like Stephen A. Smith would be a guy that I think would be untouchable in these layoffs. I would guess Scott Van Pelt is untouchable. Because I think he's really well liked there and he does really well for the network. I would guess most of their younger NFL talent, the Diana Rossini's, the, you know, pick your guy. Dan Orlovsky. Orlovsky, Ryan Ryan Clark, Clark, Big Swagoo. I I mean, I would guess most of those guys are untouchable. You look, though, at Fowler, Chris Fowler. Mm -hmm. Chris Fowler's not under contract. Now, he is the voice of Grand Slam Tennis and the college football playoff. My guess is they will retain him, but don't be surprised if they don't. Because people have, have I don't remember who wrote about it. It might have been Marshan was writing about the fact that he wants, a, he wants to be paid like Joe Buck. And, I mean, you're not, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck are going nowhere. Yeah. They're going nowhere. Yeah. But you look at the money those guys are making. Those guys are making like 15, 18 million bucks a year. Yeah. Chris Fowler's deal was at $3 million a year. Yeah. Yeah. Tennis is not paying like football. But Sorry, he man. is the voice of the college football playoff. Yeah. He calls their biggest college football games. Yeah. Him and Herb Street. Yeah. So I think it's going to be very difficult. I think, I think there's fat to cut in the, in the NBA department, honestly. Well, like, I think there's plenty of fat to cut in that department. There is a lot of people who exist there. They are not vital. I think that I think the biggest problem for the Pac-12 is ESPN's not excited. Yeah. Well, nobody's excited. That's why your deal's not done. I don't nobody's know about excited. That. I think Apple TV would really like to do a deal with the Pac-12. Wow. I, I, the next time I hear that will not be the first time. The problem is I don't think the Pac-12 is excited about Apple TV because there's been no bang for MLS. No. I think that MLS deal was a massive mistake for both parties so far. Now, maybe that changes and maybe people subscribe to Apple TV in droves. But the thing you got to remember is it's okay if you're a subscriber to Apple TV, but you still have to go up a tier and subscribe to MLS. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Whereas it's somebody like Amazon, you're getting it. You're getting that Amazon Prime money, right? Like, and, yeah, you are. And by the way, Amazon announced 7,000 more layoffs today. I think the number is, right? But what are those layoffs going to entail? I think those layoffs are going to entail pandemic fat. According to what their um, CEO, Andy Jassy, I think I read it on, on CNBC, yeah. released a statement today talking about how it's across technology groups and recruiting and 
I don't think that has an impact on rights deals. Mm -hmm. I don't think I, I don't. But you I say and I bring all of this up to say Pac-12 doesn't have a whole lot of people asking them to dance. And so when you ask me what I think is going to happen, I think the Pac-12 is going to get a very small deal. If I were the Pac-12, I would do no rights deals that didn't include Amazon. Yeah. Even at, even if it's just Amazon saying, hey, we'll give you a game of the week. You got to have it. I think Amazon is the future. I am all in on Amazon Prime Sports. I am. I, I believe that's the future because I think Amazon understands that my Amazon app tells me when it's time to order Hey, order your dog. Like I ordered dog food through Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. Hey, time to order your dog food. Yep. Hey, you know, Thursday night, like it tells me Thursday night football. Like, I, And they got better at Thursday night football. And I think they yeah, would have the, a fine the, college football the, program. The, the AWS information alone, the stats and information was more than enough. Yeah. To just, like, I thought it was really good. I just think that as every day goes on, Amazon is putting more and more money into innovation. And if they're going to innovate sports, the Pac-12's got to be part of that. Well, and I think what's really interesting, too, is like, you know, you start looking at Amazon and these rumors about Pat McAfee and, you know, they're... Well, they're... the Pat McAfee deal is a big, big... I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Go ahead. No, please. Well, no, all I was going to say is that I think, it, it, you know, you, you just kind of... I'm a big believer in stepping back and kind of, you know, looking around the landscape and saying, okay, you've got the the, the Pac-12 situation, right? That's kind of over here. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got a guy like Pat McAfee who's bounced around a little bit, wants mm -hmm. a certain thing, and is looking for a destination or a home to get so, that certain thing done. Pat McAfee, just to explain this, don't lose your train of thought. I just want to explain where Pat McAfee is. Yeah. Pat McAfee works for Pat McAfee. And he's been very keen. I watch Pat McAfee's show every day much to the chagrins of this guy over here. But I, I, I watch it every day. He, he said today, again, I work for myself. I do everything that's on the show. He built his studio like he's got a big barn in Indiana. And like he, everything that has to do with that show doing anything, he's part of it. The problem is his cash cow is FanDuel, who pays Pat McAfee allegedly $30 million a year. And so Pat's trying to find a place where he can make similar money but do half the work. He just wants to host the show and do college game day and all the stuff that he does, but he still wants to make his $30 million a year. Now, is that feasible? I don't know. Because the problem is, much like us, the issue is, we're, you guys know this, you're here. We're on YouTube. Yeah. Pat McAfee's on YouTube. But right now, Pat McAfee's probably making close to $40 million because you see he's got a Bud Light deal. And you see he's got a liquid death deal. And you see he's got all these different deals. Five-hour energy, I think, is one of Like, all these different yeah. deals. And what he's figuring out is what we've been telling you guys for years on this show. This is a job. It's a lot of work. And when you look at, when you look at Pat and you look at his situation, he's trying to find somebody to pay him the same money but do all of the behind-the-scenes work for him. And I think that's going to be very difficult. Yeah, and I think that I resonate with that a lot. But but I think you know, it, it's it's not easy, man. It's not easy to find that. And I and I think when when you when we talk about Amazon, you've got the Pac-12 thing, you've got you know Pat's situation and what he wants. Like it's clear to me that Amazon is moving in the sports direction. I I think that that you know they because of their ability and their resources and their infrastructure and their technology. 
they're someone that could really be a juggernaut in the space. And I, and I think it's just a matter of um, just taking those steps. And that's why I say, like, it wouldn't surprise me if they got a game of the week. That wouldn't surprise me because no. they need to continue to add that that programming. And that's why I say, like, when you step back and you look at the big picture, Amazon makes a really strong case for someone like the Pac-12. I mean, again, anytime the NFL is involved in something, you know it's making money. I mean, that's that's what the NFL is about. So that's why I say to me, I just, I, I feel like if Apple TV didn't exist and the Pac-12 could just get, you know, wh- what does it have? Uh, it, it'll have five, uh, six games this year, but five mm. games moving forward. If you could just get all those on Amazon, I think you'd be fine. It's not ideal, but I think you'd be fine. Yeah. You have to have courage, though. Yeah. And I know and that's that they not do. easy. Greg Hawkins, a uh, member of the show, says, I also assume, I always assumed Amazon would pay to use the Pac-12's infrastructure. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I think that's a question. I, I, I think it's hard to say, really. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Mike M says, Apple or Amazon's reputation might force them to not let the Pac-12 fail opposite for the Pac-12 network. Well, I just don't know what value the Pac-12 network has to anybody. Yeah. I mean, it is, I don't know. That's, that's high-level conversation. Like, I, I don't know anybody that's willing to pay lock, stock, and barrel for all the switches and doorknobs of the Pac-12 network. I yeah. mean, they're themselves downscaling massively to a production house. Yeah. So, I don't know. Chad Masters says the network shot their budget on Big 12, Big 12, Big 10, Big 12, and SEC. They don't have the scratch to pay a Pac-12, uh, the Pac, a bigger deal, in my opinion. I think they have the money. That doesn't mean they're going to spend it foolishly. Yeah, and I think the problem is, is like it's this whole thing where it's like, okay, if we paid that for, you know, if we, I mean, if we, if we're paying, what is the Big Ten getting fifty a year, isn't it, or, or is it seventy five no, a year? A hundred million a year. A hundred a year. The Big Ten. Yeah, or the Big Ten. Yeah, like so. Hey, we're paying the Big Ten a hundred a year. You know, okay, what does that mean? The Pac twelve is worth then. And I think the trouble is, is that these TV deals are, are there's a lot of hypocrisy in them, right? Like on one hand, winning really matters on the field, on the court, winning really matters. But then it also, in another way, it doesn't matter at all. Because again, mm-hmm. the Big Ten in the bigger picture is one of the worst conferences on the field, on the court. They're awful. They have two teams and that's it. But what do they have? $100 million a year. Like, you know, so you see what I'm saying? Like, if the Pac-12 was more relevant, it'd be easier to justify 35 a year. But you're not, so it's not. That's the problem. Yeah. I, I just, I think they, yeah, I don't know. And then, by the way, when you start, when you start That's getting an interesting in, point. like, the Pac-12 networks thing, right? When you start getting into that stuff, you're right. That's high-level stuff. That's philosophical stuff. So, like, there's no way to... It's not an X's and O's thing at that point. It's a philosophical, you know, leaders of a company sitting in a room saying, okay, w- what do we think? Well, we know Kase over at Washington hates streaming, but we know Arizona's about it. So, who's got the water? Who's got the pull? Well, we know it's Washington. So, that's why I say Amazon would be a great home, but if you don't want that home, what kind of position does that leave you in? Yeah. And it is, it is something where you have to see the future. Yeah. Because I think Amazon's the future. You almost That's, have to make the future you want in these yeah. situations. Tanner Plummer says, Pat McAfee is okay, but I'm, I'm okay. But him being in a tank top during the show looks a little childish. I think it's who he is. I, you know, well, and I think, you know, Tanner, that's an, that's a really interesting point. I, I, you know, not a lot of people brought that up. I think it's an interesting point, but I think 
that also speaks to, hey, he works for himself and can give anybody the bird. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's, and I think for Pat, that's what he, you know, wants to retain control of. Yep. Uh, John Dry says Monty and Jake's show would fit in the uh, uh, in perfect in the Big Twelve. I think our show fits in perfect right where it is, right where it is. Yeah. Uh, Brent Burnett, a member of the show. What's up, Brent? Uh, love BYU TV. Too bad for Pack that it isn't not an option. BYU TV produces at a very high level, at a very high level. There's no doubt about that. Um, let's see. Greg Hawkins says Spangler. Yes, it exists, and the infrastructure is robust. The problem was never infrastructure. It was a lack of distribution, the yeah, Pac-12 yeah. network. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely right. I don't disagree with that at all. Oh, hey, pull it out, Jake. Uh, we're pulling it New out. New members, RFR Mac. Hey, Mac. What's up, RFR Mac? Became a member of the program. Everybody, yeah, welcome. Yeah, Mac. And welcome him even more because his avatar is him using a smoker. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Tanner says, welcome, C. Kaufman says, pull it out, yeah, Jake. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Gumby X regular says, Jake just said that quiet part out loud. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Uh, F1 TV could be the model for Pac-12. Guaranteed streaming every race and collaborations with networks for biggest races on cable. Well, F1's exploding. I don't know. Yeah, uh, here's the difference, though. There's demand for F1, right? There's not demand in the big picture for the Pac-12. That's the problem. No, I agree. Greg Hawkins uh, says, what makes me think that BYU wouldn't be able to negotiate the distribution? That would have been on the commissioner. I don't know. BYU TV's got incredible reach. Yeah, and I think Tom Homo is a leader in almost every room that he's in. I agree. By the way, I also confirmed that Tom Homo was involved with the, the, the Utah and the, the Big 12. So we were reporting that Brett Yormark uh, it, n did not begin conversations just picking up a phone and being like, hey, Mr. President. Hey, he, Mark he was, Yeah, he was using back channels. And absolutely it worked because it, it got him conversations. Um, James Knight says NBA, 22 minutes away. We'll talk NBA on the program. Stick around for that. Uh, James, good to see you. Brandon Butler says the issue isn't money. It's the amount of content they have to broadcast. Fox, ESPN, and CBS are already full each week. NBC would be your only option. And I actually think NBC's full too. Because don't forget, the other thing you got to remember is uh, the NBA deal's coming up. Yeah. And everybody and their brother's going to try and get in on the NBA deal. Including Google. Yeah, everybody you is know. trying to get in on the NBA deal. Uh, Jacob DeLambo. Donovan about to prove himself this postseason. Dude, I hope so, man. By the way, he needs to. By the way, Taylor Jenkins said they hope Jaw plays Wednesday. So neat. Yeah. Big ja. hour NBA straight ahead coming up in 22 minutes. Tanner says BYU TV people seem to have their heads screwed on straight. If they put their mind to it, they could do a good job in distribution. I, yeah, but it's just not their thing. That's no. the problem. It's not what they do. McKinley Cutler, who makes amazing cookies. Do not ever bring your cookies to me again, sir. We crushed oh that box God. of cookies, dude. Dude. They're so good. No mercy, Dude, bro. Dude, if you guys want the best cookies, and by the way, they have a home delivery service, reach out to McKinley Cutler. The guy is, my God. My God. It's amazing. Uh, Spangler says, the Pat McAfee uh, craze is going to wear out in the next couple of years. He knows this, thus cashing in. I don't know. I, I, I actually enjoy his show. What do, you, do you like Pat's show? I mean, yeah, it, it's a good show. I, I, I mean, certainly I, I would listen to Pat every day twice on Sunday more than I'd listen to anything locally. I can tell you that. I mean, I would listen to it more than 
you know, uh, Dan Patrick. I you know, I think Dan Patrick is is at the end. Yeah, I, you know, and that's fine. I mean, he's had a wonderful career. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about to. I think it's know. a relatability issue. Yeah, the problem is Pat McAfee. It, he gets too like bro sometimes. Like you, like I agree with Tanner on in the sense that okay, you're wearing a tank top which has a certain motif about it. I don't really mind the tank top ninety percent of the time. But when it's like the tank top and then they're like messing around and it's like, okay, cool, man. I understand that you custom built the studio. Like I get that. I, and I respect that. And I would love to custom build a studio, but I think for sports fans and particularly sports talk consumers, they, they want to show up and have you talking about what they want to talk about. Right. And, and I know that Pat makes a, a bunch of bread on these interviews he gets, whether yes, it's Aaron Rodgers, Adam Thielen, you know, whoever you want to point to. Rappaport, I think he had on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I get that interviews are a big part of what he does, but but I would love for for Pat to sometimes be a little more serious in depth. And I'm not saying the whole show, right? Because the genius, and this is something we work on in our show, I'll, I'll be candid. Like, the genius of a great show is giving you 15, 20 minutes of serious talk and then being able to talk about Team Lean, right? Like, that's that balance is what you're always trying to find. And I just think sometimes yeah. Pat is a little bit too out there. N- now, that doesn't mean I don't like the show. I like the show. I just get burned out sometimes. Yeah, I, I think every show, including our show, has a lifespan every day. You can listen to 15 minutes or you can listen to two hours or you might listen to the whole show. Or, But every show has a... There's a factor where you're like, yeah, okay, I'll see you guys tomorrow, right? McKinley Cutler says, Pat McAfee is no Monty, but he'll do. Mm-hmm. Oh, you flatter me. You flatter me. Uh, Brett Burnett, a member of the show, Utah Utes, just like a little kid saying, let me do it. Just watch. Utes and BYU have one thing in common, and that's its founder. Okay. I mean, I'm not getting into the whole founder conversation on this show again. I'm not doing that. In God's name, image, and like We went down that whole thing in, nah, bro. Uh, Cougar Tracks, Pat McAfee just doesn't hold up to Monty and Jake. Appreciate you saying that. I love Pat. I do. Um, Tanner says, I wonder if BYU President Kevin Worthen has been involved with conference realignment. He probably has. I have to think he has. Yeah. Mike M says, God, I love cookies. McKinley, Dude, call buddy. McKinley Cutler, if you're still watching the show, put your name in here. Like, put your website in here. Stay home! Go support him. By the way, speaking of McKinley Cutler, I did get a box from the Girl Scouts yesterday. What? You didn't bring it in. I did not. Why? Because I'm fat. Dude. I will say I had some, so ta- I had some right. tag you're alongs not, you, last You're night. not going to kiss a girl in Taco Bell because it's bros before hoes. Yeah. But when it's when it comes down to you know Girl Scout cookies, you won't bring them in because Guy, it's cookies over you bros. You were sitting in the back seat not supporting me against Mrs. Monty last week. <laughs> Are you serious with this bros <laughs> before hoes and Girl Scout cookies? I can't cookies. jump into the middle of you and your wife. I had amazing tag alongs last night. I'll just let yeah, you know Yeah, I'll that. tag along. <laughs> oh! What's an erection? Patrick Kinn says, I've been trying to figure out Utah's hang-up uh Understanding academics are important, but with no one being able to tell anyone where and how they'll lose academic dollars, I pose this theory. Here's how they lose academic dollars. I think the issue becomes that when you are in a in a harbor and the water rises, what happens? All ships rise. When you're in that water with Stanford and Cal and Washington... The water really rises. 
right? And when you can say, hey, we have this group, our partners at Stanford, our partner, really it's Stanford and Cal, if we're being honest, our partners at Stanford and Cal is very different than our partners at KU in West Virginia. That's the difference. And listen, I, I, I did a lot of digging in Arizona on West Virginia academics. I understand that they are one of the least rated schools in all of because Division Because it's garbage. But they're not a bad academic school. <laughs> they're just not Stanford and Cal. It's really where the geographically, I think, where they are, who they're catering to, understand the economic situation in West Virginia. But there are very few AAU schools in the conference. Utah, I think, would come in and be fourth at 105th. Mm -hmm. So you would come in at the top of the conference. I don't know how attractive that is, right? When you look at the, the, the way that revenue is generated academically, it was explained to me that a lot of these research institutions, a lot of these grants, uh, a lot of these, a lot of the foreign research money that comes in goes to the PAC 12 mm -hmm. because of who they are as a group. And I think there's a lot of value in that. I also think that you're going to lose. I do believe you will lose some money academically. I, I, I believe that. I, I've tried to figure it out. I don't pretend to understand it. I've tried to figure it out. But yeah. I think it is very clear that when they are going out in grant season and when they are going out and trying to fund new research and they are trying to fund new buildings, and this is something else that I was talked to about, somebody was explaining to me that, hey, when you want to build a cancer center, you need the Huntsman Cancer Center, right? And when you're affiliated with, you know, all of these institutions like ASU in Arizona are affiliated with the, with the Mayo Clinic because it's in their backyard. I mean, you, you, you have relationships in right. the conference that get leveraged very easily. It's a phone call. It's a handshake. When you're not that close anymore, I think that changes. All right. Because you're not, again, remember, we're not physically putting, you know, Rice Eccles Stadium on a flatbed truck and driving it out to Stillwater. You're not leaving Salt Lake City. You're leaving partnerships and relationships. And I think relationships like Mayo Clinic and Scottsdale, that's a big flipping bucket of water, dude. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of, when, when, you look at, when you look at the U and you have an entire medical system, you have an entire banking system, you have an entire, like I got a, a good friend of mine getting his MBA. He went back to, to Utah to get his MBA. Like education is so much more significant financially. Sports don't even matter in the grand scheme of things, man. Like, I, I, not to keep going on about this Bill Riley interview today, but President Randall was like, why didn't you come and talk to me last night? On the air, they're talking about how Bill Riley at ESPN 700 in Salt Lake City interviewed President Randall from Utah today. Yeah. And he says to him, well, hey, you know, I saw your wife at the game last night and um, I waved at her and, you know, like it's... Right. And... President Randall says to him, well, why don't you come say hello? While I was calling the game. And President Randall's like, oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot you were, you call the games. That's right. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just the voice of the ladies. Taylor, Taylor Randall does not give a damn no. about the radio deal. 
He no. just wants to be seen at a basketball game. Yeah. That's who we're talking about that are making these decisions. They're academics. They're not football fans. They're not baseball fans. They're not hockey fans. They're fans of academics. Yeah. They're more jacked about the new professor hire than they are the new coach hire. Yeah. You just got to understand that. I, 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 I don't know. Um, let's see. Gumby Extra Regular says, Pat is cringe. Ken Williams says, I watch it too. Paul McNaught, uh, not a member, Paul McNaught. Paul, what happened here? Not Me? a member? Not a member? So, you're no end donuts. Let's go! Let's go! But you'll do. And donuts, welcome to the club, yeah. my friend. Bigfoot says, Jake, pull it out. Yeah! Will, will that ever get old? Nope. Jake, pull it out when we get a new member. Will that nope. ever get old? Nope. It's never going to get old, just like Bucked Up Energy never gets old. Make sure you click the link in the description of this here program below. Get your free samples. I tell you every day, like I'm sitting here, it's almost empty now because I love it, but Bucked Up Energy, I'm drinking the white can today. Most days you notice I drink a black can. Well, that's 300 milligrams of caffeine. Today, I already had a Miami this morning. So I wanted to go light because it's already four o'clock. So 100 milligrams of caffeine in the white can. That's what I love about Bucked Up Energy. No matter the time of day, they have a product that's going to work for you and deliver the result you're looking for, right? So don't take my word for it. Go to the description below. Click on the free sample link because what you get is three free samples, but you also get an amazing shaker cup from Bucked Up. I put 50 ounces of water in here, which is freaking unbelievable. And look at this thing. This thing is like beefy, it's big, yeah. it's durable. I dropped it on the ground in Arizona. Did it crack and break? It did not. Don't need any educational money not. to get fucked up. Because it's fucked up. Yeah. So get the free samples. You can pick any color shaker you want. But here's the other thing, you guys. Pick any of the samples you want. Just don't, you can go in there and get pre-workout. You can go in there and, and you can get electrolytes. You can get greens. Like, go pick any of the three samples you want. Pick the shaker colors you want. They'll send them right to your doors, coast to coast, no matter where you are. Click the link in the description below and get the free samples and the free shaker. Then come back and tell me how amazing I am. Because we never ask you to spend money before we give you an opportunity, right? We're always working discounts and promo codes. Well, this is absolutely free. Yes. If you're in Utah, go to any of their bucked up stores. I, I personally shop at South Jordan, Murray, and Orem. They're super nice. Walk in and say, hey, I heard about you on the Monty Show. They'll give you a free can of bucked up energy. Yeah. Right? Go to their website, buckedup.com. Use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off your purchase at checkout. I personally buy greens. I do a shake every day. I told you about this last hour. I do a shake every single day. In the morning, I go to the gym at five, come home, make a shake, and what do I put in there? One big scoop of bucked up greens. And they taste good and they're great for you. Trust me when I say bucked up is amazing. Get the free samples in the link below. Mm -hmm. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, a couple more before uh, we, uh, let's see, a couple more before we get to football at 50. Greg Hawkins says, I drank a bucked up at 7 p.m. the other night and stayed up until 2 a.m. in the morning playing yeah. Xbox. Well, see, well, I mean, well, okay, listen. but here's the real question. Here's the real question. Since you decided to be committed and drink a bucked up at 7 p.m., what game were you playing? Are you a Call of Duty guy? You know, are you a, a, a you know, a, a, an F1 guy, Halo guy? Like, what are we talking about here? Like, what kind of gamer are you? I am... Greg. 
Man, I have not played a video game other than hockey in, a, in, in so long. In so long. Brady Cook says, right? Brady Cook says, also, cold showers are great, dude. I'm I think we should have to start doing it after the workout, dude. Like, I just, it just is what it is. But it will limit your gains. Yeah. You know what you have to do? You got to nut up and do it before you go to bed. That's what you have to do. I'm telling you. I love my cold plunges, dude. I love my cold plunges. Uh, Dale Donuts says, just had a Miami like Rocket Pop better. Hey. Hey, man. Everyone's got their flavor. Everybody's got their flavor. Everybody's got their flavor. Gumby Extra Regular puts in the uh, bucked up logos. I love that. Uh, McKinley Cutler says, bucked up low stem is awesome for late night workout people like me. Dude, I'm, that's, again, not it's to cash, be redundant. Dude. It's cash. Not to be redundant. What do you bitch? Bucked up has a product for everybody. Do you it's even lift? incredible. Um, Jeremy Callahan, slamming two Miamis one after the other, highly recommended. <laughs> we're not going to talk about, we're, we're not going to get into, you know, somebody's significant other being upset about the time that you had chugged a couple of Miamis. Yeah, she and does what not. Happened. She does not allow me to burp on the show. So, look at me. Jacob Reed gives us a five dollar tip. Thanks, Jacob. Appreciate that, bud. Says, so you're telling me since Utah isn't playing Stanford in football anymore that they cannot work together again? No, that's not at all what I'm telling you. It has nothing to do with athletics. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. What it has to do with is conference affiliation and relationships. When you're in the same conference. You see each other on a regular basis. You talk to each other on a regular basis because mm -hmm. you have commonalities and your business is shared, right? Like you're in the family, hey you know, hey, we got to have a conference call. You hey, know, guys. Uncle Judy crapped herself again. Got to have a conference call. Me. Right? So when you're in the Pac-12, your, your presidents talk all the time. It's not easy to, to call somebody in the Big Ten and say, hey, we want to do X, Y, Z. Because they've got 50 other guys in their conference trying to do the same thing with them. But no one's going to disrespect and me. If you're Utah and you're not in the same conference as Cal and Stanford, and let's say they're in the Big Ten. I mean, you have a, a laundry list of people ahead of you just to get on the phone with the president. Yeah. So it's, it has nothing to do with sports, man. It, has, it, it really has nothing to do with sports. Nate Davis, President Randall needs to grow up and get rid of – of get rid of him and get a new president who cares about academics and sports because right now we don't have a president that cares about both things. I don't think that's true. I think he cares about sports. I think he's doing his job. Yeah. It, it, it is his job. What is the primary function of a university? <laughs> to educate people. <laughs> his primary educate job. Educate me, bro. His primary job is not to get a TV deal. His primary job is to get people MBAs. And to do research and better his community and better his environment and better his world. Yes. And President Randall's doing that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, to me anyways. Uh, Greg Hawkins. I played Dead by Daylight, Madden 23, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay, and two, of the three, of two of the three, I'm good. I, Daylight, I don't, I don't know what that is, man. You know. Um, Arlington Bear says, one membership for every sorry team left in the in the 10. Oh, look at that. Uh, look at the gifting. Look at the gifting of memberships. Let's go, yeah, Who's Karn. getting some gifts here? Let's Appreciate go. Appreciate you. Uh, Kent Hone gifted a membership. Let's go. Let's go. Appreciate that. Way to go. Did I miss one? I think I might have missed one. Casual. Casual. 
I could be wrong. But you guys, if you're not a member, go get a membership. Yeah, go it, do it, it's dude. It's great. All you got to do, and again, this is just sourced information out of the chat. But apparently all you have to do to get a gifted one is go up there and click on it and, and pick it up, apparently. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, let's see. Ryan Buckley, not a member. You should go get a membership. Uh, any Utah jazz news, my guys? Well, thank you for asking, dude. I needed to be saved. You're unfortunately not going to have Lori Market in tonight. You're so fucked. You're unfortunately not. <laughs> not going to have Jordan Clarkson tonight. You're so fucked. And unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, you are not going to have Colin Sexton tonight. <clears throat> <clears throat> whatever <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh this hour of the show presented by our good friends at papa murphy's pizza make sure you use the promo code mati 25 to get 25 percent off your uh purchase uh at papa murphy's pizza i'm telling you guys pizza making's important i will say yeah there's a technique i had some really crappy pizza the other night and i the first thing i thought was if I'd have bought this pizza, it'd have been Papa Murphy's pizza. Because mm-hmm. you get the traditional crust. Barbecue sauce. Am I alone on barbecue sauce? No, I'm with the barbecue sauce gang. You turned me on to that thing like a year ago. I'm all about it. So in the comments, are you are you team barbecue or are you stupid? Or I mean team red sauce. Please. Probably came out wrong. Uh, are <coughs> you I'm kidding. <coughs> Relax. <coughs> I'm kidding. I know you're not stupid. You're slow. The point is everybody is outraged. <laughs> Are you team red sauce or are you team barbecue sauce? Because I'm team barbecue sauce. Uh, I am also, I am also, oh, Utah Jizz, my guy. Barbecue with chicken slash bacon. Um, I don't eat bacon. Um, I don't eat bacon. See, Tanner, I don't know what's been going on with you. Yeah, why have you been likes to fight guy, bro? You are just likes to fight guy all the time. What happened, dude? No, and then there's Gumby Extra Regular who's like, oh, pepperoni, bro. See, we used to have a guy in the show named Caleb, and then he went and got a real job, and now I think he can't listen live. We don't do pepperoni on this program. Come on. Dude, come on. Come on. Patrick, uh, Patrick Kintz, Randall is an incredible businessman, and the money is in education, not sports money, is pittance comparatively. Exactly right. It is, but I, yeah. Yeah, it's the classic, hey, you know, sports makes pennies on the dollar compared to education, but sports is the one you hear about all the time. Uh, let's see. Austin Apierski, I think I accidentally accepted the membership gift. Does it lock me into something? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> People well, I got, misinterpreting what, what I'm saying. Look, man, we went to the jazz game. I got my free jacket. Austin, dude, you guys can, can bro, you know. Dude, just put a card on file. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's fine. Free 900, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Just there pick it up. No, it's fine. There is no. No, um, there's no commitment. There's you no can commitment. cancel at any time. Yeah, it's fine, it's dude. It's not. You're fine. Yeah. And it's two bucks. Relax. Relax. It's, it's literally $2. Stay hard. It's fine. Uh, let's see. Mark Hales, gifted a membership. Oh, time to pull it out. Hang on here. All right. Uh, all right. Hey, let's go. Let's go, Mark Hales. Mike Dottie, gifted a membership. Hey, Dottie. Jason, with no last name, <laughs> gifted a membership. See? This is fun. We like this. Jason, you should just change your name on YouTube to no last name. <laughs> you like this. Yukon fan. Gifted a membership. Let's go. Congratulations, Yukon fan. Austin Napierski. Robbed of a membership. 
I love it. I love it. Um, Tamer, Tanner already declared himself. Right, yeah. Uh, right. Jet Wayman, the tile king of Utah. Oh, Jet. By the way. Yeah, how'd the shower turn on? He did oh your shower, God. didn't he? Teddy Wayman did our shower at the crib, and it's amazing. It's amazing. I absolutely, you did, you killed it, dude. Really well done. He says, Team Barbecue. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Johnson says, I guess I, I, I'm stupid. I guess I haven't tried it uh, yet. Oh, you got to try it, dude. Trust dude. me, dude. Just go just dude. go barbecue, regular cross, barbecue sauce, cheese mix, you know, chicken. Tomorrow night when Team USA wins the World Baseball no. Classic, you and I, let's okay, go. Okay, two seconds, two seconds. Is oh, anybody God. watching the World Baseball Classic? Cause, nope. Because you should. Gumby Extra Regular, Red Leaners. Okay. Oh, you're a red sauce and a leaner? You're so fucked. Oh, man. Dude, come on. That's not good. That's not good at all. What are we talking about? Um, Mark Hale says, please don't pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Bird. All right, maybe we do transition. Oh, yeah, dude. Sh show him the video real quick. I want to make sure he sees this. Here's Travis Bird selling out for the Monty Yeah, program. let's go. Hey, Simon, can you say hello to the Monty Show? Hello, Monty Show. We love you, man. Love you, too. Hey, thank you. I love you, baby. Sabani, hey Simon, Fontecchio, same thing. Oh, by the way, there's more. Hey, so, Baji, rookie of the year, you're going to be so good. Can you say hello to the Monty Show? What up, Monty Show? All right, thank you. What up, Monty Show? You know See? what I'm saying? That's Let's go, what Travis. members do. Let's go, dude. That's what members Dude's do. Dude's out on the street, you know, boots on the ground. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hell yeah. Way to go, my guy. Appreciate that very much. Here on the Monty Show, you know, every single day we are presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. Ooh, two hours down. By fast, dude. Ooh, crushing it. Two hours down. Please, if you have not yet, hit the like button. Uh, we're at 178. We love, love, love getting uh, our... Uh, are 250 to 250 and how about that and donuts gifted five monty show memberships okay. let's okay, go hold on, hold on i gotta give i gotta give credit right here and donuts didn't he pick up his membership today he right? did now what has he done he's paid it forward See, let's so if go you pick up a gifted one gift at least one more that's how it's done right there ww let's go gifted a membership by up. and donuts let's go how about landon Boom. Boom. Gifted a membership. Landon, welcome to the club. Danny Guzman. Boom. Bro, I think we just got five more Let's gifted. Go. Did we really? Yeah. How about that? Raptor 88. Raptor. Let's go. My guy, Raptor 88. Watch up. Let's go. Dude, if you don't have a membership now, you're casual. Yeah, now you, you're just you making no excuses. Excuse, dude. You know. Uh, Vorlon Angel 1811 says, hey, I made it. Warlong, good to see you. <laughs> Tyler Edit says, wow. Yeah. JW uh, says, thanks, Arlington Bears. There Thank you, you Arlington there you Bears. Go. Uh, Jeff Johnson says, I love Travis. Dude is always stoned. It's awesome. Travis is my guy. <laughs> Travis is our uh, tra Travis Bird. Okay, so let's see. Let's see. Where is the mayor of Montytown? Where's Mayor McCluskey? Yeah, where's Buddy? Uh you know, Mayor McCluskey is the mayor of Monty Town. You know that, um, what did we give, what title did we give to, to, I hate to say super soaker. 
But <laughs> no, what that's title? The title, dude. What title did we give to Tanner Plummer? Isn't he like yes, the producer? Did. Yes, you did. He is did. the producer you of the Monty the executive show. under the executive or something. I don't like remember that. who I, the executive. Yeah. Mike Maples. Maples the is, the, is that guy? the executive in charge of production. That's right. Whereas Tanner Plummer is the executive producer. I believe that now Travis Bird is the official. Um, I don't know. Street Secretary of State. Street videographer. Secretary bro. of State. Ambassador. Ambassador. There you go. I I like it. I like it. Let's go. UConn fans says Monty Show community is awesome. It's ridiculous, you guys. Dude, seriously. What seriously. we what we have what we have been able to grow on this show is insane. I don't even know how you explain it. I don't know. Hey, Austin Napierski gifted uh, one Monty Show membership. There My you guy. go. See, way to go, See? Austin. Pay it forward. That's what I'm talking Cruise. about. Cruise. Cruise gifted a membership by See? Austin Napierski. See, Austin picked one up on accident, I think, and so he gifted it and it got picked up. Let's go. It's that easy. Um, yeah. Where is where is Mayor Bolton? Mayor, Jeremy Bolton He's is the mayor. Here. Of Monty He's not here Town. right now. I don't know. Absolutely. There's no doubt he is. Kurt Myers, who's a member, says Bolton's no longer the mayor. Yes, he is. That's my guy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Greg what, Hawkins wants to be the gatekeeper. What, what does that mean, though? What does I, that mean? The know. gatekeeper of what? I don't know. Mr. Preston says the DM chat is amazing. Yeah, for $10 a month, $9.99, yeah. you get into our Instagram members only chat group. Well worth your time, bro. Yeah, it's off the Everything hook. from breaking news before YouTube sees it uh, to talking about soaking to, I mean, just everything. Oh, my God. A day we never thought we would Whoa. see. Whoa. Ruff's official. Yeah. There we go. Ruff's official is Wait, a, member a member of the show. What? Ruff's mother official Let's is go, a member baby. of the show. Let's go. Are you kidding me? Razzle dazzle. Love it. Love it. Love Absolutely you, Ruff, love dude. it, Ruff's. Uh, John Dry says the mayor in San Francisco. No, no, nah, dude, that's that's a different that's a different. Mayor, yeah, you bro. know, uh, duh, can't have a gatekeeper without a key master. Well, Jeremy, hey, Jeremy Callahan, if you want to be the key master, hey, man. you know, yeah, you know, Brandon Butler says there is no Tanner, only Zool. OK, OK, OK. Um, Travis Bird says I'm a goodwill ambassador. The Monty show and the biggest shout out to the Monty show ever is coming this Thursday. What's this? Okay, this Okay, can you fill us in on some exclusive information? You tease. What, what's going on Thursday? Let's go. Uh, Mark Hales, hang on. Assistant to the traveling secretary, <laughs> Mark Hales. <laughs> Whoever came up with that Lopes shit needs to be fired. Gabe says Instagram member chat group or Tanner Plummer call club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so insight oh. for those of you who are not in the Instagram group. There is a thing that happens, and it's not just Tanner. It, it's ha it, I mean, Mapes has done it. Like There have been multiple people who have accidentally called the group chat. And every time that happens, chaos ensues. It does. It does. Landon McCurdy pumped up to be a member. How do I pay it forward? I think you just uh, click at the bottom. From the, from the chat on that one, we do not have the ability to pay it forward for you. So someone needs to explain that. Yeah, we do not have the... I believe at the bottom, there's a dollar sign that you can click on and it gives you the option to gift, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's it's hard for me to say. Uh, Jet Wayman, the Tile King of Utah, says, gotta love the calls from the chat. Haha, <laughs> you know. uh, -ha, so true about Tanner. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, and Donuts says at this point... 
Uh, at this rate, the Monty Show can bid on the pack. Yeah, I mean, that's we should. what I'm talking about, bro. We Let's should. Let's go. Um, Jeremy Severe says, Ruff is a member. Congrats. Welcome. Okay, that goes, now, you know what I'm going to do? There goes the neighborhood. You know what I'm going to do real quick? I need to check what level of commitment Ruff's is at on the channel. I need to know what level did he get in on. Little Jizzy wants to know, how do I cancel my gifted membership? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I don't know, bro. We're, that's not our department, bro. Uh, Mr. Preston, has anyone ever answered the call in the DM chat? I don't believe so. No, he's not. You know, Kurt Meyer says, I want to be the merch director. We need good merch. Dude. We have good merch. Yeah. The guy just needs to print it. Yeah. You and know. for all of you who wanted a birthday bash shirt, I will be getting to that this week. So, you know. Okay. Um, Tanner says, I did answer a call once from Ken Williams. It was super <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Ken's out in the field before he sold his farm, like, you know, doing whatever farmers do out in the field. Okay, that's funny as hell. I I don't even know what you say. I don't even know what you say about that, Tanner. Like, what is that? Uh, Cougar Track says the strength is... There is strength in numbers. Facts, there is. Dude, you got, and I don't, even, I don't even kid when I say this. It is the, the absolute, our absolute honor the way that you guys have come together to support this show. Like it's, it's incredible. I, I, I don't even, yeah, I, I don't even know. Like it's, it's crazy. Um, but here, no, there, we appreciate every one of you. Let's talk Utah jazz in the NBA on the Monty show presented by our good friends at quick quack car wash, the best car wash in the business. You guys quick quack car wash has been always will be because you know, when you hear quick quack car wash, dude, it's a great car wash. Yeah. Your, your car's going to look amazing. The problem that you have with your car looking as amazing is people can't stop and won't stop checking you out. Okay, guys, I'm going to tell you the secret to impressing my neighbors, the wife, co-workers, you name it. I just swing by Quick Quack. It seriously takes two minutes, and people can't stop, won't stop checking me out. Getting a clean car is definitely my best life hack. Kids are messy, camping's dirty, but my truck sure isn't. Gotta love that. Can't stop, won't stop checking you out. Make sure you go into your local Quick Quack Car Wash, you guys. First of all, tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Second of all, make sure just one time, I know so many people tell me, well, I don't use the vacuums. I just go, okay, that's cool. But when you get your membership, I'm a member. I I get a, I have the highest membership they make. Keep it real. And I probably, in this weather, I'm getting like two car washes a week. Yeah. The best part about Quick Quack is they have two vacuums for each stall. You get one that's got like that longer, thinner accessory vacuum where you can do your cup holders, you can do in between your seats, like, and then they have the bigger attachment at the end where uh, you absolutely can do like all your floors. Can you and, measure it? Oh, you can measure it. It's amazing. And the other best part is you get free damp towels, which is the only way yes. to, to wash your car, to dry your car, to do your windows, to clean off your dashboard. I'm telling you, you get the hookup. Um, at Quick Quack Car Wash. Thanks. It's absolutely worth your time. It's five to seven minutes. That's the other thing I love about it. They really value your time at Quick Quack Car Wash, uh, which I love. So hook it up. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, will Quick Quack get your car totally ducked up? They will. See what he did there? See, see, so see what up. he did there? It's like Quick Quack, duck, duck. Yeah. Ducked, ducked up, up, like effed up, you know? You know. Um, let's see. Bussin' Ruru. How come the X to close out live chat is bigger than the X on like, why would you see, man, now you're going to get, now you're going to get reduced. Yeah. 
You know, like, why would you, you, you say these terrible things? Yeah, and there you go. So, be well. Um, let's talk Utah Jazz. Yeah. Who's ready to tell me how amazing I am? And Pack your shit. Let's go. You know, you know. Um, and I now, say this because. It, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jordan Clarkson's not playing again. And I think this is no longer, I think this is a thing now that's awkward. <laughs> I think you're looking at a situation where there's no hurry to play Jordan Clarkson and Jordan doesn't seem to have a hurry to get back. Mm-hmm. And why are we, what, can, come on, man. What? Um, anyway, the point is, why, are, why, why is Jordan Clarkson not playing? And, and I guess the bigger question for me is, do you have concern about that? Because I feel like he's, he's rather checked out. And it's frustrating to me that he's rather checked out because I think jazz fans deserve better. Jordan Clarkson has been widely and roundly supported in this town for his entire time here. Like he has been a legend and Jake, it's a little frustrating to me that he's not, he's not playing right now. Yeah. But I think it's hardly surprising. I mean, and and I don't think it's any shade towards Jordan. Like I think that Jordan Clarkson, um, you know, expressed his situation earlier this year. And, And again, like, you know, I, I, I hate doing the whole I told you so thing, but I, I kind of feel like this is one of those things. Like, we basically, you know, talked about at the trade deadline and they chose not to trade him. We talked about the fact that, hey, like, Jordan Clarkson has a particular situation, which he told you ahead of time. You have an affinity with him, Ryan Smith. So now he's not playing. He's not in a hurry to get back. You're not in a hurry to get him back. And all of a sudden, uh, it seems kind of awkward. It seems kind of odd. Like, Jordan's always been a guy that's been Mr. Play Through Anything, right? Like, Mr. I'm going to play my ass off for this town and this city. And now, all of a sudden, you're telling me a finger's keeping this guy out? You're telling me if you were competing for an NBA championship that he wouldn't be playing right now? Well, we all know he'd be playing. And I think Jordan would admit that he'd be playing. And, and it comes back to this whole concept of you should have traded Jordan Clarkson. You should have gotten the value out of that investment at that time. And you chose not to because you think that Jordan Clarkson is going to give you some kind of hometown discount when the reality is the rest of the league is going to come calling at 90 million plus over three to potentially four years. And you're not going to be willing to match that. It's not that like the salary cap is going to tell you, you shouldn't match that. So I just, I just think it's kind of a silly proposition. Now, again, you know, because everyone always says, oh, well, you know, you guys are too hard on Ryan Smith. I think Ryan's done a, a good job overall. This is one of those things that I adamantly disagree with Ryan Smith about, though. And I'd love to be able to say to Ryan, hey, man, what what is the logic? What is the 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 affinity with Jordan Clarkson? Like, ultimately, this is a business. I understand he's a good guy. I understand he's represented the organization well. Yeah. I agree with that. But Ultimately, this is a business, and I think that you can't get away from that. You can't, you know, all of a sudden just be like, well, it's JC, so, you know, we're going to do something we probably shouldn't do because we'd like to bring back a guy we probably shouldn't bring back. That's the issue here. That's a mistake. Yeah, it's a mistake, man. Yeah, and I think while you're hitting the like button right now on the program, I think when you look at, like, a guy like Laurie Markkinen, I'm not so concerned that he's not playing tonight. The thing that bothers you so much about Sexton and Clarkson is there's questions about their future on this roster. I think obviously you signed Clarkson um, to an extension in the summer, and a lot of this is forgotten. But why would you sign Jordan Clarkson to an extension this summer? Ask yourself that question. Is signing Jordan to a deal that is $72 million 
add a fourth year and let's get to $96 million. That seems absurd to me. Mm -hmm. A guy like Colin Sexton, this is a lingering injury now. How much concern do you have over his ability to stay healthy? I have a lot of concern about that. Because while next year you you likely will be a mid-table playoff team, you can't tell me uh, two years from right now that you you believe that he's an integral part of the team that's pushing to the top of the Western Conference. Yeah, I just can't believe it. Not the way he's played this year. I understand he's coming off of an injury. I understand those years after injuries can be injury-plagued. I get it. This is different. And maybe you're not rushing him back, but I think, again, you need this guy to play minutes. You need to know what this guy is, right? And I think you're getting scintillating performances from Talon Horton Tucker. I think you're getting really good performances from Chris Dunn at times in stretches, right? Right. Walker Kessler, we know who that dude is. Laurie Markkinen, I think we know who that dude is. Everybody else, there's a question about them. And are you not dressing Jordan Clarkson because he's not going to be here? Are you not dressing Jordan Clarkson because Ochai Agbaji needs more minutes? Because <coughs> Simone Fantecchio needs more minutes? Like, these are things we need to understand. Yeah. The one thing I do know is I think it is far from a slam dunk that, that Jordan Clarkson signs here in the summer. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it is a, a big, big question. Yeah. Colton Bitten. What's up, Colton? Who wins more the rest of the way, the Lakers or the T-Wolves? Well, geez, that Anthony Edwards news was huge. Um, if you missed it, Anthony Edwards had one of the gnarest ankle sprains. Yeah, I've ever seen. My God. He is going to be fine. He's out of a walking boot. He seems to be week to week. If he's healthy and Cat can get back, it's the Timberwolves. Because I'm not, you know, like there was a weird update on LeBron. I say a weird update. LeBron apparently is, is going to play at some point in the remaining three weeks. They believe he'll be back. And I think that's vital. But if LeBron comes back with two games left in the season, why are you playing him? Because you're not going to be a playoff team. <coughs> Anthony Davis ain't that dude. And again, and you will apologize to him on the show right now. Here comes a Julius Randle take. Do not slander Austin Reeves. Oh, Austin Reeves. Do not slander my guy. Right. Come on, 35. Pulled them so, over the winning line. But before the show, you said this was not a special performance. This was not a special night. This is within his capabilities. Mm-hmm. Is this who he's been all year? No. But LeBron hasn't been hurt all year. Anthony Davis hasn't been healthy all year. They haven't needed him to be this guy. Austin Reeves has been hurt this year. But this is what he's capable of. Is he going to score 35 every night? No. He's a 20-point-a-night guy in this league. There's no doubt about that. He's capable of shooting you to a win. Because, note, he didn't do those 35 on, like, 10 three-pointers. He was one of four from three. He did that in the mid-range. And you know what really impressed me about Austin Reeves? He said, I studied Trey Young and James Harden to learn how to get fouled in this league. So he understands if you're going to be a top-tier player, you got to get to the free throw line. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys in this league don't get that. So you will stop slandering Austin Reeves. I don't think I've slandered him, dude. Well, you said that like, he was an average role player. When did I say that? I mean, routinely, like today. Okay, I know he's no Tyrese Maxey, but he'll do. Oh, no, right? Tyrese Maxey's a better player. Yeah, he may be a better player, but I think that... Look, he had. I think he had a special night. He's a, I agree, he's a 20-point-a-night player. I, I'm sick and tired of, of the Lakers being sick and tired. 
That's what I'm sick and tired of. I'm tired of the Lakers not being who they should be. I'm I don't tired with that. Like I'm tired of hearing about Anthony Davis being hurt. Move on from the guy. Yeah. Dude, move on from LeBron has showed us he still has gas in the tank somehow. Yep. Yep. I don't even disagree with that. I, I really don't. So to answer the question, who gets more wins? I would I like the logic says the Lakers, but I don't have a lot of confidence in either of those teams. Yep. Kent Hone says thanks, Arlington Bears. McKinley Cutler says Walker Kessler's a stud, Agreed. A, a special player. Agreed, and I think he's he, that's what you that's what you get out of these last couple of weeks. Show me some more of that, and <coughs> I'm not worried about injury risk. Play the guy, play the guy. He's young. He needs to run. Play the guy. Yes, I love his development because he's gotten so much smarter. Kurt Myers. So the Monty Show is admitting that the Jazz are first in line for Volkswagen. No, I'm not admitting no, that. No, we're not actually. I still don't believe in. Let's do this again. Let's do this again. Man, I'm this is so tired. I'm happy to have the conversation. Listen, Markinen, Clarkson, and Sexton are out tonight. Sacramento's a six and a half point favorite, 238 and a half. Are the Jazz tanking? I don't think they're tanking. I don't. If you were tanking, you would have never beat Boston. If you were tanking, you'd have never won some of these games that you've won. Like, I, I, I hear me clearly. Like, I, I don't think I've wavered on this at all. They're not tanking, and they're not. They're certainly not tanking to go and get VW. And I know that guys like Kurt Myers and Travis Bird and, you know, all these guys, you all want VW. That's cool and everything. I'm telling you, the guy's not a superstar in this league. He will be an injury-prone career shortened player he will you will get maybe seven or eight good seasons the first three seasons will be injury play he'll play five seasons maybe an injury here or there but he'll be healthy enough to make a difference for you in the back end of his career is going to be injury prone that's who this guy's going to yeah. be we've seen this story before so so the idea in the real problem with with the whole vw thing they don't need to tank to get vw no they've got 15 first round picks like if you wanted to go get vw you'll trade up in the draft to do it so the idea that they're tanking is just flawed altogether and i'm tired honestly i'll be like straight up i'm tired of jazz fans asking are we tanking dude there's two weeks left in the season or whatever it is you're not tanking you've won too many games like what are we talking about i don't disagree at all I think you're exactly right. And I, I think the hardest part for me is that I think Ryan Smith is far too competitive to tank. I, do, I mean, if dude was not showing up to games, I'd be like, yeah, he's checked out. He's checked out. But he's, he's there in his awkward haircut and hat every single night. <laughs> right? <laughs> he's he there, man. Like him and his kids, him and his wife, him and his friends. Like he's at every game. And I respect the hell out of that because this team's not fun to watch sometimes. No, it's not. Right? But I'm telling you tonight, they're probably going to get rolled over by Sacramento because I can only say it. And again, you stop slandering Sacramento. That's a good team. Yeah. That's, they they're should no win longer. Tonight. They should beat the Jazz. Right? They're, 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 what are they, minus six and a half tonight? Yeah. De'Aaron and Sabonis are a really nice combination. I think Sabonis is one of the best. The Halliburton trade now looks like a really good trade for them. A really good trade. Although Halliburton's and, been hooping. Yeah, that. I, I, but I was just going to say, I don't think that Halliburton's a bad player. Yeah. Because he's not a bad player. Yeah. But what I think you're you're finding out is the Kings needed a, a, an operator in the paint. Right. And it was never going to be Boogie Cousins. It was never going to be Rashawn Holmes or any of the other scrubs that they ran out for <coughs> however long. <coughs> 
They needed an operator, and Sabonis has given them that. And yeah. I think De'Aaron Fox has taken this massive jump forward in development that's nothing short of impressive. Yes. It is really Fast. impressive to me that you have a guy in De'Aaron Fox who a lot of people thought he was done in Sacto. And now, every night, it seems like the guy's flipping on the switch to turn the beam on in, in, in Sacramento, and yeah. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I think I he's, love it. He's, he's put effort into developing, and, and I think when you do that, you get a breath of fresh air, you know, and, yeah, and people take totally. notice of it. Totally, and I th wait, did you say take note? Uh, I, was I, I thought you say, said take note. I was going to say take note, but then uh, I refrained from saying take note or, or excuse me, tank note. Um, they took notice. They took notice. They did take notice. You know, I, I, I think it's... By the way, can we get three more likes, please? YouTube machine says we're at 197. Yeah, come like, on. Come on, You dude. guys, come can on. we please get three more likes? Yeah, you know, I mean... I'm for real. We're at 197 likes come on, on the now. show. Let's go. Please hit the like button. Makes a huge difference on the program. Uh, hook it up. Let's get some of your comments in here. Travis Bird, who is a noted VW supporter. I'm pretty positive the Jazz do not want Victor. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, Mike M says PEDs usually cut longevity. LeBron's been pretty healthy for a long time. Why, why do we do this? Oh man. Like I have three, four people that DM me a fake story on LeBron James failing a steroid test. And that's why he's out. Well, Michael Jordan was gambling. That's what I, who cares? Who cares? LeBron's out because of a steroid. Really? I don't want to hear that. Really? So that whole act on the floor was, that was just an act. Him rolling around saying, I heard a pop, like that was, that's an act so that they could suspend him for steroids. Like, why do we do this? He's a physical freak of nature. He's, dude, he grew out of, he popped out of the womb with pubic hair. What do you want from me? The guy is a physical freak, bro. And I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. I am, I guess I am just a little different in that I'm not like some little millennial bro. Hey, man. I hate LeBron. Oh, what a loser. I respect the hell out of what he's doing for us as basketball fans. Am I a huge LeBron fan? I'm not. I never have been. Grew up in an era in Chicago where there was some guy named Mike, right? Who's a terrible owner in Charlotte and please sell a team soon. Obviously not. Just make me great shoes. But LeBron, it's remarkable what he's doing. Mm-hmm. It's remarkable the level he's played at. It's remarkable to hear the guys on that roster talking about how he spends time with them and talks with them and mentors them and works out with them. A lot of guys didn't do that. Mm -hmm. LeBron does that because I think he genuinely understands if the guys around him are not good, he's not going to win. Right. Right? They go out and they make the Beasley-Vando trade. Do you really think he, he got a drug suspension? I mean, Rack, it, just, ice, boom, it makes pow. me crazy, dude. It makes me crazy. Yeah, I think LeBron's got a lot of haters, and I'm not a LeBron fan, but I'm definitely not a hater. Uh, Gary says, why the hell are all the Utes uh, being vocal now? Uh, we've been shut mouth for months, and now we're all rah-rah. Something is up. Yeah, I mean, we, hmm. yeah. Eminem says, I love the Monty fanboys. Hey, listen, listen. Guys, 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 guys. guys, 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 guys just tell you. Guys, guys. Um, I, I love the fanboys too. One of my favorite things is, you know, uh, Eminem says, Monty, be different. Well, it's all that ice, boom, pow, and stuff. I've never taken steroids. John Dry, who's not a member of the show, you Somehow. weirdo. Somehow. 
Uh, it's because the Utes allegedly uh, were never invited to the Big 12 or the Big 10. No, they, I think they could join the Big 12 right now if they want. Lana Kane and B12. You know. You know. Um, Chael Sonnen came out and said he takes the same PEDs with LeBron. And Chael Sonnen is at all credible after the stuff he's done? I've never taken steroids. Come on now. Brent Burnett, LeBron is not that great compared to others. I, fuck off. Like, are you serious? Dude. What are we doing? Why do we, this, this comment right here is exactly the problem. Oh, LeBron's not like that great. Like, for instance. You can just hard stop it. LeBron's not that great. Are you serious? The guy's 71 years old, dude, and he's still dunking on you. What are you talking about? LeBron's not that great. Hey, man. What? Look. Like, what, I, am I the only one, and I freely admit I have no life, but am I the only one that watches a, a, a ton of basketball? And this bro is playing the best basketball of his life. Mm -hmm. It's not PEDs. It's not. I've never taken steroids. Guess what? I have no idea if he's better than Jordan because they didn't play in the same era. Too bad. I don't know if he's better than Kobe. I don't know. I don't care. I really appreciate what he's doing now. <coughs> and the, the, the ridiculous comment of LeBron's not that great. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. What are you talking about? Man. Fucking A. Michael Peck says, what's up, y'all? Well, welcome, hey, hey, welcome to the show. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the show. John Dry says, what's up, Michael Peck? Main event says, just curious, Shale Sonnen is a whack job. This man was a bona fide and scrub. He will say anything to get a camera or a quote on him. Yep. He will say, exactly. Michael Peck, Chael is a top-tier troll. Yeah. How about that? Le oh, whoa. Uh, Jet Wayman, LeBron is one of the greatest to ever do it, if not the greatest, and I'm a Jordan fan. Yeah, That's dude, what I'm I mean, saying. I have Jordan and Kobe above him, but that doesn't mean that Jordan or that uh, LeBron is all of a sudden some scrub who's not good, dude. I mean, the guy is one of the greatest of all time, and there's no doubting it. Why can't we respect people, man? Like we, why can we not put respect on LeBron for the 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 sheer just the longevity of it? Yeah, I mean that's LeBron's. At the end of the day, like I mean, if you if you're a LeBron hater, you're gonna point out the Finals record or maybe some of these other things. But and I, it's but all I think, valid. That's yeah. valid. But I think ultimately LeBron's legacy is the longevity. LeBron's legacy is you know mentoring guys. Like LeBron's legacy, in my opinion, will be different. Uh, you know, than Michael's was or, or Kobe's was. I, I think LeBron has been, you know, for everything that he hasn't been in social injustice stuff and off the court stuff, I think he's been that guy uh, on the court. And I think he's been that guy in the locker room. And, and I also think, and nobody seems to want to acknowledge this either. I think he's been a good dad. I think that he's been there for his kids, but, which but I think you know is super all, important. You know what else he's been? He's not been a problem off the court in the era of social media. Michael Jordan never had Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. Right? Did you guys see what happened to JaVale McGee? Like, JaVale McGee's in an arena as a fan, and some guy's walking up, filming him, and yelling and screaming at him. Yeah. Like, do you understand the things LeBron's... Oh, I, I, um, <clears throat> next comment. <laughs> Boyd Lake. It's rare to find an athlete of his caliber that even uh, close to as durable. It, yeah. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. It's crazy. Uh, Brandon Butler, most dudes don't get to one finals, let alone 10, you casuals. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree it's an issue that, that Ron has I not think, won more. I, I mean, I think if he had won six, he'd be the greatest of all time and it wouldn't be in dispute. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And I think the dad thing is important. 
He's been a phenomenal father. Not a good father, a phenomenal father. Yeah. He is, yeah. Uh, Gary says, Jordan Kobe Braun, stop hating greatness. That's, That's what, what I'm, I'm saying, talking dude. about. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. By the way, by the way, are the Lakers making the playoffs? Because I think this is Obviously a huge not. question. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like you said, I mean, if Braun comes back with two games left, they're not making the playoffs. I, I, and, and it's really sad because I feel like Anthony Davis Ooh. should carry more weight, but he just doesn't. Yeah. He just doesn't. Yeah. I've never I, been that guy. And that's that, what's frustrating. That and then this, you're going to slander Joel, I'm sure. I'm a little a worn hater. out on the Joel's not a clutch player crap coming out of the NBA right now. I, I, Joel is a clutch player. Joel, I would take Joel Embiid over Nikola Jokic. I would. If, if I needed a bucket, I'm taking Joel Embiid all day. Who's the MVP? I think it's Joel. No, it's Julius Randle. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I agree it's Joe. I think Joe is the MVP. I think Joel Embiid is is everything you want him to be. I still maintain that Fatass has had a better year than anybody thought that he would. Fatass? Is that a Zion Williamson reference? Is that... No, James Harden. You know... Oh, James Harden. Yeah, he's got crabs oh. in his beard. Oh. So get your facts straight. He's got crabs in his beard. Facts? What? Uh, I think James Harden's having a better year than anybody's willing to give him credit for. And I think that plays a role. Fact. That plays a role in right. Joel Embiid being a better player than anybody wants to give him credit for. But Joel Embiid was this guy that everybody said was glass and he can't stay healthy and your mom, my cousin, all the excuses you want. Yet all Joel Embiid has done has gone to Philly and he just plays game after game after game. Yeah, I know what time it is. 11 minutes tonight, 3 of 5 from the floor, 2 of 2 from the line, 7 rebounds, a dime, a steal, and he's got 8 points. Yeah, dude. Right? Like, I, that's just who he is. And you look at a guy like, like James Harden, and James is averaging 21.7 points a game and 10 dimes, as well as 6 boards, and nobody's talking about it. Mm -hmm. Nobody's talking about it. By the way, yeah, this Sasaki kid for Japan is 21 years old, and he just got hit with a line drive right in the stomach. And he plays for the Chiba Lot Mariners in Japan. This is a big deal. This is a big, big deal. It appears as though he's going to be able to stay in the game, which is good. Mexico and Japan. Is anybody paying attention to the World Baseball Classic, or are me and Jeff Johnson the only two? I'm, I'm watching it. Yeah, but you don't count. You're a nobody. The point is, doesn't make you feel responsible. You got nothing to say on that? No, nothing. Um, I think it might be the three of us in the entire country. Yeah. That's it. Me, G off, and you. Yeah, G off. Like, I actually got my wife excited about the World Baseball Classic last night watching, um, you know, Team Trey. Team Trey. Uh, take out Cuba. <laughs> How good has Trey Turner been? Hey, he's been incredible, man. He's had the tournament of his life. He had one bad year where he was hurt, playing with a broken thumb. And said he could not hold the bat with his broken thumb that year. And the guy is just raking now. And I think it's phenomenal. So this Sasaki kid gets dropped on a liner. Back to him. He gets hit. Rolls right out. First pitch. 100 miles an hour. <laughs> what would you do if you could throw a ball 100 miles an hour? Uh, I'd be pitching, not doing this show. <laughs> oh, thanks. Anyway. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, my point is, Joel Embiid deserves better than the slander. Yeah. But so does James Harden. Agreed. And I think James is having a James is having a resurgent year. 
And I think when you look at the fact that he doesn't have a lot of help on that team. No, he doesn't. I think it's Harden. I think it is Maxie when he's coming off the bench. I don't like Tyrese Maxie as a starter. But I think it's Maxie Harden, and I think it's Embiid. And, you know, all the Jazz fans who were pissed, oh, I can't believe you let Daniel House go. He sucks. Nobody in the NBA sucks, but he's been fairly good. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you let George Niang go. Bro, he's no Royce O'Neal, or I'm sorry, he's no Buckets O'Bench, but he'll do. But, like, how are you, are you really sitting here telling me that every move that Danny's made has paid off two to one? Yeah. The Royce O'Neal deal blew up in Brooklyn's face. Thanks. The George Niang crossover SUV guy. Good move to let him go. Yeah, absolutely. Daniel House, good move to let him go. No, he's a lockdown defender. No, he's not. Mike Conley, good move to to let him go. There's no question. A terrible decision to resign him. Mm-hmm. Like all the moves Danny Ainge have made, for the most part, ex- except Boyan Bagsnachevich, yeah. which I still don't understand why you gift wrapped him to Detroit. Yeah, don't get I, it. You tried Bogan. to screw the Lakers. Bohan Bogdanovic. I'm telling you, it's all worked out. Yep. And he's been fantastic. Yeah. He has been great. 100%. All right. Time to slander some people. Greg Hawkins. Harden lacks defensive effort, relies too much on drawing fouls, struggles in the playoffs, hogs the ball, and the number one thing, lack of championships. Mm. Not wrong. And he has crabs in his beard. Well. You know. Colton Bidden, water's wet, Mike Conley's hurt. Why, yes, it is. Little Jizzy, how did the Westbrook move pay off perfectly? Cap space, massive cap space. Massive cap space. Set yourself up to have a massive offseason. You know. Uh, G-Off says, ha, 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 that robot pronunciation was incredible. Oh, you like that? You like that? You know how long we've been using Bohan Bogdanovic. Bojan. So we were we got into an argument. So I, somebody a years ago yeah. now was trying to tell us, hey, it's not Bogdanovich. And so we went to Google and like did a pronunciation search. Bojan Bodanovic. Bojan. Bojan. And depending on the language Bojan. you put into Google, it's remarkable. Go get some oral from Google. Well, I, pronunciation well, that is because the like the Gonzaga. Gonzaga. That's Google pronunciation. Gonzaga. You know. Gonzaga. Dude, I'm telling you. Bro, Google pronunciations where it's at, dude. It, Gonzaga. Hysterical. It is hysteric. And all of that is on Google pronunciation. Yeah, dude. Uh Delaric says Harden is having a sneaky good year this year. He is. Yeah. But I agree with Hawk, man. You got to do it in the postseason. Yeah, dude. and that's where I, that's where Harden lost me. The O of twenty seven against the Warriors. That's where he lost me, dude. From that point on, I knew you weren't a winner. And he's not gonna win this year. Yeah. And Joel's not gonna win with him. And Joel's going to go to another team, and then he's going to win. Michael Peck says the Grand Slam against Venezuela was insane. I think yeah, I was on the phone. I was talking to somebody or doing something, and I was like, my God. Oh, my God, just like that. Oh. Dude, he crushed that ball. He went yick. I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I, I would love to see them get Japan in the final. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Tomorrow night, by the way, the final. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see them get Japan. Yeah. That game would be... That game would be everything you want. Uh, Jeff Johnson says Trey is absolute phenomenal. So bummed the Angels couldn't make a deal with him this offseason. Yeah, there are a lot of people bummed about that. 
Hey, look at that. 215 likes. Hey. Let's go. Approaching 3,000 views on the show. Let's go. Love that. Appreciate you guys. Brandon Butler. Monty, who makes the play-in for the West? Whew. I think OKC. And I hope I don't know if James Knight's here or not, but. He was. I just don't know if he's here or not. Uh, I think OKC is one of the best stories that nobody's talking about. OKC is a half game ahead of Minnesota, the Lakers, and the Jazz. And when Shea Gildas Alexander plays, they're a playoff team. Mm -hmm. When he doesn't, they're not. And they are now red hot. Mm -hmm. And they are playing incredible basketball. But they've beaten the Suns, Nets, Spurs, and Pelicans. Mm Mm-hmm. Warriors and the Jazz twice. Losses at the Suns, at the Raptors. They're going to lose to the Clippers. Yeah. So I guess the question comes down to, when I look at OKC's schedule, two in a row at at the Clippers, then the Lakers, so Tuesday, Thursday, Friday in Los Angeles. Yeah. And then at Portland. (coughs) Anybody want to explain to me Portland? Because I can't figure them out. Charlotte... Detroit, at Indiana, Phoenix, Golden State, Houston, or Utah. Memphis. Is Golden State there or in Golden State? That's at Golden State. Yeah, that's a win for so Golden State. So I, I can't see OKC making the playoffs. Yeah. Well, let's look at the Los Angeles Lakers. Los Lakers. Uh, Phoenix in Los Angeles Wednesday. That's a loss. OKC in Los Angeles Friday. Win. Chicago in Los Angeles Sunday. Should be a win, but they'll probably lose that one. At Chicago Wednesday. Definitely lost. At Minnesota Friday. Lost. At Houston Sunday. Win. At Utah Tuesday. Man, I want to say win, but... At the LA Clippers Wednesday. Loss. Versus Phoenix. Loss. Finish out Sunday, April 9th against win. the Jazz. So is Braun back by the Houston game? I think game. he's got to come back by the Houston game. By Sunday, April 2nd, he's got to come back for those last five games. And they have got to keep AD healthy, and they've got to keep Austin Reeves healthy. And you have got to get better play, more consistent three-point shooting out of Malik Beasley. Yeah, 100%. I think they have a really good chance. he's been good for them overall. I mean, He has been, but he he had a long, cold stretch. Yeah, he did. Here's the team that I think is going to have a very tough time making the playoffs. The Utah Jazz. (coughs) Sacramento, Portland, (coughs) Milwaukee. They're going to lose two of those three. I think they'll beat Portland on Wednesday. At Sacramento, loss. Phoenix, Monday, loss. Although Phoenix... Phoenix likes to lose some games they shouldn't. At San Antonio, at Boston, at Brooklyn. You're not beating Boston on their building. And you're not beating San Antonio. No. I think you'll beat Brooklyn. Although they handled San Antonio earlier in the year. Well, but we'll see. It depends who's playing. Home for the Lakers. It's probably a loss. Home for OKC. Mm. Who again? It's this question, and and I'm not Ooh. trying to be nitpicky here. But is JC playing? Is Lori playing? Are these guys here? Or are we mailing it in? Because if they're there, they got a shot to beat these teams. The Teddy Wayman Tile King of Utah game. Home for Denver. Loss. It's got to be. At Los Angeles, the Lakers. Loss. Loss. Yeah. 
I don't see any way, unless they just start playing with their groins hanging out of their shorts. Yeah, unless these guys decide to come back and, you know, play basketball games. I don't see how they how they make the playoffs. I think that's HIPAA? I don't see how the Yaz make the I just, I think yeah. the record, I, dude, their schedule is just. Bonkers. And then there's Minnesota, your favorite team in the East, Jake. Right, yeah. Um, here's the real question. How good is Minnesota? Because tonight they're at the Knicks. Then it's Atlanta at home. At Golden State, at Sacramento, at Phoenix. Ooh. Yeah. Home for the Lakers, home for Portland, at Brooklyn, at San Antonio, home for New Orleans. Um, I think they're making the playoffs. Yeah. I, I, I do. Yeah, I, I mean, think that, tonight, that, that schedule is pretty straightforward. I think tonight's a big one. Yeah. I just think the Jazz and OKC, their schedule, I mean... I just don't think the Jazz want it bad enough right now. I think that, that you have you have too many situations where you're like, yeah, we're not rushing Lori back. We're just not. And I don't even disagree with that, with Lori. Yeah. We're not going to rush Lori back. Like... The JC thing kind of bothers me because he shouldn't even be here. So the idea that he's here and you're paying him to not play basketball games right now kind of annoys me, but either way, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Kurt Meyer says, also watch Puerto Rico versus Mexico as my wife is a Boricua. Okay, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Eminem says the lottery jazz. Brent Burnett says wolves lose many games down the stretch we'll see yeah well but i mean the schedule for the jazz in the thunder just um, i mean throw your balls in a vitamix like yeah dude it's not good man it's so difficult it's so difficult boyd yeah. lake says uh, guys 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 foosball at 50 in eight minutes we <sighs> typically don't do football at 50 in the last segment of the show yeah but what we do do is go get our free samples. Yeah. Bucked up. Yeah. Buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty. Hey, Monty. To get 20% off at checkout. Uh, but in the description of this here fine program, there is a link to get free. What do you mean, James Knight? What, what happened? James Knight's freaking out saying we're not reading his comments. I just asked if you were here, dude. Uh, anyway, in the <laughs> comments below, in the description below, excuse me. <laughs> I can't win for losing. James, go get some free bucked up. How about we go get some free bucked up, James? Uh, click the link, free samples. You get three free samples. Pre-workout, electrolytes, greens, you name it. They've got it. You need just some simple energy? Get a free sample. You need some BCAAs? Get a free sample. You need some pre-workout, LFG? Get a free sample. By the way, they also give you a free shaker cup. Yeah. The best shaker cup in the business in the link below from Bucked Up. And it's free. Yeah. You get three free samples and a free shaker. It's free. You don't have to pay for it. Bucked Up is awesome. They're a great partner. They've given uh, all of our listeners free samples. No matter where you're picking us up, from Australia to New York, Florida. I know we're big in, in Los Angeles these days. Mm -hmm. I know New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. The Mundo. Mm -hmm. Massachusetts. We love you all. Yeah. Go get free samples. Do it. Try it. In the description below, let us know what you think. And if you've already got your bucked up, tweet it at me. The Monty Stay Show. Stay M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show on Twitter. Okay, Thanks now, to Bucked Up for our official energy partner. Now, without further ado, yeah. James Knight would like to know. <laughs> he says, scroll up. Why are you laughing? Scroll up. O-K-K. 
see. <laughs> Why are you bypassing me? Okay, we're scrolling up here. Scroll up. We're going to continue to scroll. Way up here. We're going to continue. James Knight, if OKC swapped out their jerseys and replaced them with Laker jerseys, the media would be wetting themselves. Okay, right, because James, the Lakers okay, okay, would only okay, wear purple okay. and gold. They wouldn't wear the OKC jersey. James, James, James. Quick question, man. Now I know that that you do a lot of farming and whatever you do. Oh God. You made us scroll all the way up for that comment, bro. A a comment about jersey swaps. About people wetting themselves. Bro, come on now. I know you. You've been a long time. I know you got more quality than that. Come on now. People would be wetting themselves. Stay hard. As somebody who has actually wet myself, that's probably not accurate. Don't touch me there. That's probably not accurate. And yeah, no. No. It's McKinnitech <laughs> Dan says your birthday gift was delivered today for you to use in your bucked up promo tomorrow. Really? I'm not aware of what that gift is. So and where did you where yeah. was it delivered? Yeah. We'll have to check that out. Gary, we need to shorten the NBA season to 60 games. One home no, leg and one no, over. Eh, no, I'm, I'm not here for it. The, the NBA I'm season. not here for don't it. Don't give me that crap take, dude. Gary, I love you, bro, but I'm seeing way too much of this. Don't talk to me about shortening a season. If we shorten the season, it takes away from LeBron's legacy. It takes away from these guys. It takes away, dude, it takes away from John Stockton's legacy. John Stockton was one of the most durable players the NBA's ever seen. So if we're going to start chopping down the season, what's next? Like, what else do you want to change? Like, the longevity of the season is part of the challenge, man. Like, I, I really hate the whole, oh, the season's too long. Okay, well, you know what? Maybe it's too long for you then. I don't know, man. Like, the longevity is part of it, dude. Bro, we need a pitch clock. Yeah, why don't, why don't we get a season clock? Should we just count down from a million seconds? Like, come on. <laughs> Once the season's over, pay 26 games, play 86 games. That's what hey, I What are you bro. talking about, man? Some people play more games. Damn. Uh, Boyd Lake says 60-game season only hurts the fans. Yes, it does. Uh, Dylan Brooks could be the biggest villain in the NBA. I hope somebody right slaps now. him in the face with a dead fish. Uh, I, Dylan Brooks, I agree with what Draymond said, or maybe Clay Thompson said it. When Dylan Brooks is done playing, nobody will remember you. Facts. Nobody. Because you're a hack, dude. You and Desmond Bain, who walks around slapping guys in the bag on the floor because you think it's funny. It's not funny. You're a dick. Yeah. And nobody likes Bonnie, you. please. You're the guy that everybody hates unless you're on their team. Yeah. And even then they hate you, but they tolerate you. That's what I'm saying. Jet Wayman, the tile king of Utah, says, I love the NBA being 82 games. Me too. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Johnson, shortening the season. What's next? Free throw clocks? That's exactly. what I'm saying, dude. Exactly. Brooks reminds me of Rodman. I Well, he pushed a cameraman the other night. You know. Gary says, that's fair. I don't disagree with your points. I was mainly thinking of all the injuries as of late. Well, there have been a lot of injuries. Doesn't have anything to do with the length of the season. <laughs> okay. Uh, 82 games. Dudes are just weak nowadays not playing 82 games plus the playoffs. Yeah. Which is amazing about LeBron because he spends millions of dollars yep. on his body. Yep. McKinley Cutler, the cookie king of Utah. I mean, the Boston game was supposed to be a lose. Maybe the Jazz will surprise us. Maybe. Maybe. I'd love to see him get in. Uh, Maury Alvarez, our fine Floridian. We have a shirt for you, Maury. I was like, why aren't you reading my posts? But then I realized I deleted them before hitting send. 
Also, smart tactician. <laughs> <laughs> How many times today did I hit delete before I sent an email? Many. Many. Repeatedly. Awesomeness. Yeah. A lot. A lot. A lot. Uh, Delaric says, the only sports that need to be shortened is baseball, and that's only down to 156. Stop. God. Why do so many Dude. God? Why do so many people hate baseball? Here, let me let me help you out here, okay? Let me help you out. Let me help you out. Yeah, God, can you hear me? Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door, God. Oh, hey, Babe Ruth, how are you, fat ass? Um, I don't understand this whole thing where people are like, oh, need a pitch clock. So we went to spring training yeah. last week. Yeah, it ruined the pitch clock. Ruins the game. Absolutely, it ruins the game. Like, we were waiting in line to get a Chicago-style hot dog sandwich, and <laughs> we uh, we missed two innings. Yeah. Because, you're, I mean, it, bats are taking 30 seconds max. Literally. Literally. It's, it's, it's not enjoyable. I don't like the pitch clock at all. Uh, Aaron Wilson says the other day it was users only chat. Uh, no, sir. The proper nomenclature is members only. Members only. And I will not hesitate to do that again. Aaron Wilson says uh, I can talk today. Wow. What's up, everyone? Hey, can someone gift my guy a membership, please? Yeah, please. please, dude. Uh, Aaron Wilson says troll Utah fans. Exactly. Hey, there you go. See, that's what I'm talking about. Boy, Lake. Do some for me. Chicago style dogs in Phoenix are legit. Dude, yes, I they ate are. the hell out yes, of Portillo's. Yes, we did. By the way, it is Portillo's. Stop. Dude, there were like three people at the spring training game where I heard them said, oh, it's Portillo's. No, it's not. It's not Portillo's, dude. It's Portillo's. I'm jerk. fat. I know how to pronounce food. Gonzaga. Pricks. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Why do you, again, this has been happening more and more and more. Yeah. By the way, why do you guys DM me during the show? Oh, hey, man, hey, man. I, I'm going to DM I because want, uh, I don't want man. to take to be on the show. Okay? Hey, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man. I didn't want to say this on, on the air. Well, then don't say it offline. If you can't say it on air, do not DM me because I will not. I get a thousand DMs a day, by the way. I also get this guy. Hey, bro, I don't know what I did to you. Why aren't you reading my fucking DM? Jackass. Yeah, I got valuable information. Everybody is outraged. Look, look, man. <laughs> I saw Cam Rising at the Maverick Adventures last stop. I saw him there. He's fine. <laughs> Why? I are think. You? Hold on. I think we have some gifting happening here. Oh, we do. I think. Do we really? Do we? I have no idea. Yeah. Teddy Wayman gifted one Monty Show yes. membership. Yes. Come on, dude. Pick it up. Come buddy. on, Aaron Wilson. Yeah, pick it up. Come dude. on, Aaron Wilson. Come on, dude. Come on. Dude, Come on. Pick up the membership, Aaron. Come on. Don't be a hack. Pick it up. Come on. Let's go. Pick it up. Guns up. Let's go. I'm waiting for you. Let's go. I've, Come on. I've already pulled out the drop. Let's go. Pick Wait. it up. <laughs> Boom. To the sooner. The legend is here. Uh, uh, Aaron, you need to become a member. There's a gifted membership there. Let's Pick it go. up. Let's go. You know, let's go. Guys, guys, guys. Football on the 50. Where's the music? Well, the Muzak. Well, by the way, yes. nobody commented on the new open. I'm, I'm literally offended. This is the Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. Like, come on. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, Bro, seven days the a week on YouTube. The headbanging is amazing. Here's Monty. Hey, that's me. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. <laughs> Uh, all right, before we get out of here, can we talk about Vladimir Putin? So we did a short on Vladimir Putin earlier today. 
52,000 of you watched that short. 55 of you liked that short. So we need to talk about Vladimir Putin and his body double. Why do dudes do this? Like I don't know, but wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Aaron Wilson says, The Monty Show, you have an actual legend in Big 12 Oklahoma fan in Boom at the Sooner in the chat room right now. Okay, why is this person a legend? I have no idea. I'm not questioning that they're a legend. I'm just curious why. Boom to the Sooner says, "Uh uh-huh. Lincoln Riley said he wasn't leaving OU the very day before he left OU. Yeah. It means not, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. I mean, they can say whatever they want, but. You know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, you should, and you still haven't accepted the membership. Yeah, dude, Aaron, come on, bro. I literally am getting you a free membership oh, right now. Warren Boyd. Warren Boyd. Oh, got to pull it out. Let's go. Let's go. Warren Boyd's a member of the program. There we go. Aaron, you're still not a member of the program, bro. Thomas Guest. Let's go. He took your membership that Teddy Wayman gave you. Boom. There are four left. Let's go. You know. Uh, can okay? Can seriously? Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Can we please talk about Big Daddy Vladdy? Yeah. Do you, okay. He's probably listening. Right. Do you guys believe that Vladimir Putin actually went to Ukraine? Do you believe that James Harden was a fat ass in Houston before he left? I kind of do. Where are you? At? Did Did Vladimir Putin go to Ukraine? No. He didn't. I think Vladimir Putin knows better than to go to Ukraine right now. I think Vladimir Putin is an expert at not dying at the hand of his own people. I think he understands that there are many people who would benefit from his death. And yeah, he needs to be careful. That's what I think. I think, you know, and again, not right now, but go watch the short we did on this. There's a picture where you can clearly see that the guy in Ukraine's got like 10 double chins and Putin doesn't have a double chin really. And so to me, it's like, dude, it's pretty obvious that a body double was there, but you know, that's just my take. So no, I don't think he went to Ukraine. I think he sent someone. There's some photos and I I don't know you guys, you guys be the judge. Okay. Now, big daddy Vladdy, as you guys are aware, he, everybody, I think we all recognize he has body doubles, right? And there are a couple here that I think are pretty ridiculous. Here's one of his ear. Uh-huh. Now, apparently, apparently, this ear is supposedly proof that they're using a body double. I don't know why, but okay. The trip is besieged with region-renewed claims that Putin uses body doubles. And I would love to understand why this is, because I don't understand it. They say this ear does not look like Vladimir Putin's ear. Um, The International Business Times in 2018 called the idea of Putin using body doubles one of the more unusual conspiracy theories. But Twitter users speculated that Putin's body W went to Ukraine focusing on specific curves of his ears, comparing the sagging of his earlobes to a photo from 2006 and 2018. Are we really? Are you yeah, really telling me? Yeah, we're this deep me, into it, dude. Yes. Are you really telling me that we are studying his ears? Infowars.com. To the point where we believe 
that his ear is a tell. The triple quadruple 9,000 chin thing. Infowars.com. Your homeboy's on board with that. Uh But this ear thing is freaking weird, dude. Like trying to stare at his ear. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, you know, people are looking for anything that they can get. I, I... I understand the angle on the ear thing. I mean, if his ear looks different, it's kind of hard to say that it's the same guy. But also, the double chin thing to me is the one where it's like, okay, Vladdy, or excuse me, Big Daddy Vladdy, you know, doesn't really have a double chin, and Buddy over here does. So the Vladimir Putin on the left is the actual Vladimir Putin. Okay, if you look at the two to the right... Those are not Vladimir Putin. They're casual. And if you look at him in this one in the middle, he's got like 12 chins. The one from Maripol, Ukraine, he's also got a bunch of different chins. He's got like 12 chins. (laughs) Like, this is not even close. So this photo here, this ear thing is weird. I don't freaking know. Why are you tripping on this? Because it, I don't know if that's his ear or not. I have no idea. Yeah, if, but like, like, what is? But you look at this dude's ear. It looks. Look at these. The guy in the middle. Look at the the shape of his ear. It looks different than Vladimir Putin's. The chin is different. Vladimir Putin actually has a lower bunch of teeth. This guy does not. Like it's weird to me. I uh, don't think there's any doubt he used a body yes, double. Dude. He's got an international warrant out for him, yes. and people want to murder him in Ukraine. I don't see Vladimir Putin being stupid. He used a body double in a van down by the river. Right? Like, pretty straightforward. How would he not use a body? I, I just double? don't think it's feasible for him to go to Ukraine right now. That's the problem. Yeah, I. Mm, yeah. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, update, Putin is a reptilian shapeshifter. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Okay. Hullabilly, my guy, no. what's up, Hullabilly? Vlad ain't going to Ukraine. Ukraine going to try and cash in on that ICC yeah. arrest warrant. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Come on now. Come on now. You know there's no way. Geoff says, Big Daddy Vladdy is reserved for the legend <laughs> Vladimir Guerrero. Please watch your blasphemous mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Uh, Aaron, oh, my God. Aaron Wilson. Hey, pull it out. I'm pulling it out. Here we go. Let's go. Aaron Wilson, member of the program. Love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Man, you guys are all in on this on Utah to the Big Twelve. You and okay, and, the fact that people are commenting, "Whip it out, Jake, bro." <laughs> yeah, um, I don't actually think the trolling of Ute fan or the Ute. There is a small group of is is Greg Hawkins here? Where is Greg Hawkins when you need him? Um. Greg Hawkins, right there. He is here. Yeah. Greg Hawkins is what most normal Utah fans are like. Mm-hmm. He's not a troll. He's very fact-based. Nice guy. You know. Ute on Twitter is very difficult to deal with. What the fuck are you? Very difficult to deal with it. It it just, I'm telling you, it is it is what it is. Kurt Meyer says, Aaron, way to go, man. Dan give gives me a membership. See what I'm saying? See? We missed two new members. What? What? Dude. What? What did I miss here? I'm sorry. 
dude. It doesn't tell me. I have to go over here. John Dry, gift to the membership. Let's go. John, welcome to the show. Welcome to the oh, show. Right up there. Keep going. Steve McNeely. Yeah. Aaron Wilson. Again. And again. And again. We love it. We absolutely love it. Appreciate you guys uh, doing that. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. There's it, no doubt he sent a body devil, dude. Yeah. Come he, on. He, Austin Lewis would love to be a member, he says. Yeah, dude. Well, here's how you become a member, dude. Right here. It's $1.99 a month. Cancel anytime. You can spend $9.99 a month, which gets you exclusive behind the scenes stuff yeah. in our uh, members only chat on Instagram. Yeah. It is the best. It is absolutely the best. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, please call him A.A. Ron Wilson. Okay, A.A. Ron. Please call him A.A. Ron. Where is A.A. Ron right now? Bro. <laughs> He's a Texas Tech fan, though. Texas I like Texas Tech. Tech fans are amazing. Uh, please call me Mr. A.A. Ron. Where is A.A. Ron right now? <laughs> you're going to fit in well. You are, you're going to yeah, fit in fit well. fit in. You are going to fit in well. That's what I know. You know. I'm glad you're here, dude. Jeremy Callahan says thank you. He you're, you're used welcome. a body double. You're welcome, dude. He used a body double. Okay, wait. Can we get can we get this other guy a membership real quick before we get out of here? Who's that? Yeah, no, the guy that just said he wants to be a member. Where, where's where's Buddy? Remember? Uh, dude who said somebody... I, I want to be a member? Okay, yes, he did. Right there, right, right. there. Scroll down a little bit, a little, little bit. bit. Right, right there, right there. Oh, Austin Lewis. Yeah, says come on, like Austin. Come through, bro. You, come on, you've Austin. Got, let's you've go. You've got two minutes. Let's go. Get her done. Um, Gary says now we need a balake. Yes, we do. We need a Balake. Yeah, we do. Seriously. Absolutely. We need a Balake. I agree with that. Um, you got what is wrong with you guys? I think I think once it passes six o'clock mountain. Yeah, people people start getting a little I think people lose their minds. Yeah. I think people okay. absolutely I mean, which which is totally Yeah, fine. you know, that's fine. Which is totally fine. This hour of the show is presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code Monty25. To get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Look at that. McKinnon Tech Dan gave another membership. See? Go get dude, it, Austin Go Lewis. get it, Austin. There's go no excuse, bro. Get it done. You know. Go get it. Um, What was I going to say? Uh, Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you try the meatball marinara. But right now. Right now, they have a double bacon cheddar. Fresh out of Papa Murphy's Kitchen, it's the limited time double bacon cheddar pizza. Uh, actually, it's fresh out of my oven. Dad, it's just an expression. <sighs> Mozzarella, crispy bacon, and Canadian bacon with nacho cheddar cheese sauce. Now that is an expression. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza, so you can make the pizza great. In my oven. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. And order now by celebrating the fact that Austin Lewis hey! is a plan and execution right there let's we, go we knew you needed a moment to get it done so what happened dan i believe it was came through clutch and gifted one membership for you no austin signed up on his own oh he did yeah it show, when it shows up over here oh okay austin signed up on okay, his own Austin. okay i love it you're legit way to go austin you're a stud good job dude this show is 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 so much fun you guys yeah bro good anybody job, that hasn't hit the like button please do that 
Yeah. Because we're going to leave now. Yeah, we got we to uh, roll out this piece. We'll be back tomorrow at uh, 3 Mountain. Mountain. Um, you guys are amazing. Make sure you click the link in the description to uh, get your free bucked up sampler. Three free samples. Free shaker cup. It's in the description below. Go get it. Cost you absolutely nothing. So many of you have figured out it's amazing. And you get the best shaker cup yes. in the business. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.